don't know what's up with that USB. Right. Goddamn chair. Fucking. <laughs> that was close. That was like, per- that would have been perfect. As if I started the intro and he leaves. <laughs> Sorry, boys, gotta go. Bye. Uh oh. Chris is abusing his chair. I hope you know we're recording this abuse. Looks like he's wrestling over there. I'm about to put this in the intro before we start. And I'm going to have like a bunch of sounds of like MMA fight going on. <laughs> that was disturbing looking. Yeah, you look like you're really enjoying that. I don't feel like we can put that in the episode. Banned. Are you get that? You got that out of your system? If you're all right, no stupid chair. Too many things are going on tonight. I'll say at this rate, I'm going to be next. So let's just go. All right. Are you ready? What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 134 of the Taste Cast, a weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do a bunch of random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. I'm Chris. And a couple quick reminders to download and play Concrete Genie, Control, and Destruction All-Stars, all for, or download them all for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of this month, which is soon. Uh, for Plus Club, let us know what we thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them. And our game of the month randomly picked is Path of Exile, which is a top-down isometric Diablo-esque free-to-play game download that play that and uh come back at the end of the month for game of the month we're going to discuss that as well we have a discord link down below you can talk to us same time all time we're on itunes spotify and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us we have a patreon if you'd like to support the channel further than liking commenting sharing this video and subscribing for brand new and uh you can type in hashtag stlg in your comment if you'd like to be considered on this show in future tasty casts type in hashtag stlg in your comment and i will most likely pick it otherwise i pick a random so yeah, uh, Tasty Cast. We went through a lot of bullshit before we started filming. So I feel like like I'm like, what else is gonna go fucking wrong? Um, so I'm like, well, we gotta go. We gotta hurry. Uh, so let's jump into what we've been playing. Uh, this is a rare moment. I've played one game. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but because I only have one thing to talk about, one of you guys should go first. I'll go first. Okay. I played some Path of Exile. I can't talk about it. You actually played Path of Exile? I did. What'd you play it on? PC. What level did you get to? Uh, nothing worth mentioning yet. How far did you get? Past Merveil? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What no. class are you playing? I'm trying something new. I'm, uh, what's it called? A Scion? Yeah. Made one of those. I went ahead and I looked up builds because I'm honestly, I've played the game. That's what I'm doing this this time around. I've played it so many times. I just wanted yeah. to like play something different and just not have to think about it too much. So it is a, I can't remember the name of I think Spark, where you just throw a bunch of lightning bolts out in front of you mm-hmm. or balls or whatever they are. Sounds and, similar to my Arc Witch. Huh. Yeah, I don't know because I was, I was trying to do like a, because I know they, they, that, that specific class kind of starts with, like, even stats versus, like, the rest of them kind of lean into something. And uh, I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll do, like, a, a like a spell blade type of thing. And then upon doing some form research, apparently the game's not designed very well for doing both. You do one or the other. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, I'll do a spellcaster I haven't done it in this game uh, since, like, 
beta essentially because I tried the the witch at that time or whatever it's called. Um, I've done a lot of like tank builds in this game for some reason. So yeah, doing that. That's, that's weird. I always play the um oh god what's it called the little duelist. uh well yeah I typically play duel, duelist but um the other guy that's kind of like duelist but not shadow yeah that yeah I typically yes. play those things and so this time around i was like i'm gonna play something that's the thing i typically don't do a build i typically play something that's more akin to what i play i was like i'm gonna play witch because i don't do magic builds in this game ever and i was like but i don't want to fucking like invest the time into thinking of a build this time around with this character because i'm probably gonna get that invested so i just fucking grabbed a build or whatever yeah and spin sparking shit up like yeah like you yeah so that's that's pretty much uh that um i do need to play a little more though uh because i have played it so much i'm mostly just kind of checking out like first off playing a caster and secondly they have a new thing going on right now season did you are you doing it yeah okay so cool because that's uh something we should definitely talk about yeah um played a little bit of concrete genie uh i need to play a little more but what I'm level are you <laughs> what class are you playing? Uh, i'm a thousand I'm a build uh, what build are you doing i am one thousand shitty brat uh uh graffiti artist so sounds legit sounds like an mmo yeah <laughs> you got a you got a thing on the 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 fucking monster on the wall with um horns and flowers and shit coming out of it a few of them yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that later yeah i literally you literally can't even really talk too much about that game because um it's pretty straightforward and then uh i forgot the other game the destruction, destruction all-stars played a little bit of destruction all-stars generic I need name. to play that a little more as well we uh, should see if we can play together yeah agreed just to check it out yeah yeah i mean i already have like my opinion on that game i need to play more but i fucking i know what i'm gonna say about it but uh i'd like to try it uh co-op well so far the, the with somebody the three games i have played out of the four that i have to play this month um they're all pretty easy to have opinions about it seems like so it just was really good um i do like i said i need to play them a little more just to make sure but it's not easy why i haven't played control yet oh i need to sit down and play that yeah. um but and I have played it a little bit on PC, but I need to play it on the PlayStation. See yeah, how it feels. Check it there, out so. for sure. Um, yeah. Throw it on. Uh, throw throw it on the the performance mode, and then throw it on. No, no. Turn it on the uh, the fucking the ray tracing mode, and then turn on performance mode. And never go back. Except <laughs> on my PC, where I could just have both. I know, but on, <laughs> on PlayStation, on the PS Five. You only get... pick one or the other. You either get like thirty frames per second, which seems fine at first, and then you play it in the performance mode. And then you go back, and you're like, why is this lagging? Well, okay, so this is going to be a, a weird transition, but it kind of works. Speaking of lagging, I found a game that lags my PC. I've kind of brought this up before, but... Minecraft. Minecraft. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I was making a my, joke. My shaders not. and my draw distance are so, like, crazy that if there's too many objects on the screen, I drop under 60 frames. Games like that are rough, too, because it's, like, generating the game. And if you actually have, like, live shadows happening at the I do. time. Yeah, and that's lighting. a lot of things to be loading in. I have really crazy, like, god rays. And, like, if there's colored glass, the light hits the glass, and then it turns the light color as it goes through it and stuff. Mm. It's amazing. But... Yeah, the, the effects <laughs> are what's fucking you up. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll be like on a mine cart going between uh, like me and Chris's house, and all of a sudden, like my frames go smooth, and all of a sudden, I go <laughs> just slow down. I'm like, Ugh. I don't want to turn them off though. 
haven't played Minecraft in so long. I forgot that you could ride minecarts. You can do all. I was kind of telling you at work today uh, as well. They have there's so much in that game now. It's crazy. It's like a legitimate like game. Uh, I felt that way when it came out. Well, yeah, but it, like so, there's like bosses and end credits and like an end game and it, it's weird. So and then you can still do all the creative stuff, but um and earning quality life stuff is a really good feeling. So like uh all the different boxes and stuff that you get after getting so far in the game. So but yeah, I've been playing that a lot lately cuz it's just such an easy game for me to like come home from work, turn it on and just go. Which is great. Games like that are always, as the game I'll be talking about is kind of an example of, games like that are always really easy for me to hop in and out of, regardless of how much time I have, because I can I can find something to do yeah. in no, in any kind of time. Like any project I'm working on, there's probably something. I mean, I, I got footage for uh, Valheim earlier, and fucking while I was getting that footage in like two minutes... I like saw some. I was like, "Wait!" And I started like fixing it. Like I was like, "I didn't stop," and I like walked off. And so yeah, games like that, like you can always like kind of continue a project or start a new fucking big project or whatever. So yeah, for sure, I definitely identify with that. It's easy to just hop in those. You'll find something to do. Yeah. Um, from the last time, I, I I I think I talked about it. Some stuff I've worked on is I I completed a second railroad system between the spawn point and like a village we found and leveled up all the villagers. So now from the spawn point, you can go to that village or to where we're building stuff. So uh, there's a whole system there. And I have another one I have to build after that. But I'm trying to keep everything connected. Um, but I also am trying to make them look different so that you look at it and go, oh, that's the railroad that goes from this place to this place. So um, Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> so you can look at it without having to, like, figure out your coordinates and stuff like that. Especially if you're, like, you're new to the server and you go... Oh, well, that one's made out of cobblestone and that one's made out of like glass and like, uh, you know, carved stone, for example. So, um, <clears throat> started making a map at the spawn point as well so that it's easy to like find your way if you're new. And secondly, for me, because I get lost really easy. So, it's really easy if I stop at a checkpoint and go, okay, <laughs> and I can go a certain direction. Though, fortunately, I've spent so much time in that area. Like, I, I know it pretty well. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know if I brought up last time or not, but in case it didn't, I made an iron farm. So iron became trivial at this point now. I think you did say something about the Yeah. Because I remember you talking about. Yeah, it's effectively just you put a bunch of villagers in a box, and then next to that box is the only place you let be like a spawnable area, and you just put carpet everywhere so nothing can spawn. I used to do that in The Sims. I would do the exact thing. I'd put people in a house, and then I'd put an oven in there, and I'd get rid of the door and let them use the oven over and over again until their house let on fire. It's kind of like that. The golem yeah. shows up, gets pushed into lava, catches on fire, and, and turns into iron bars. So. Oh, well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I keep trying to make jokes, and you're like, yeah, that's real. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Uh, Chris always jokes that I'm, I'm like <laughs> Mr. Anti-Geneva Convention and shit, because I have, or like, or PETA would Committing hate me atrocities a lot yeah i have War animals crimes. locked in little boxes and they just exist to make things for me and <laughs> chris doesn't do this he gets the perks of it oh he's benefiting <laughs> off of it but he won't commit to it what no <laughs> so yeah that's been pretty much it i've been kind of like trying to get a little more secure in the nether because 
between the time the Nether came out and now, Nether's like scary as shit now. So, um, yeah, I got you say that. Out. How many times you die in there? So, like twice. How many expensive <laughs> things you lose? One. <laughs> he remembers every single one. <laughs> um, I got uppercutted by a warthog into a pit of lava. Yeah, it happens. No big deal. <laughs> How does the best of us? So, I mean, obviously, as, as resources become more and more plentiful, those kind of losses don't matter. So, yeah. Although in the beginning, and obviously I haven't played in a long time, but that like beginning time where like you don't have things on lock yet, and you have all your precious shit, and then you fucking it's always lava. You fall in lava, and just, boom, all your shit's yeah. just gone. And some of it's recoverable, some of it's not. It's an awful feeling. Though, didn't happen to me a whole lot, but I watch other people and they'd freak out and I just feel their pain. I've been watching a lot of streamers lately and every once in a while they're just like calmly doing things and they turn around because they hear a, a creeper ignite or like they open a block and fall in love or something and they just scream like, ah! <laughs> like that's that game. Calm, 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 panic. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I'm enjoying it. Um, I want to... I want to get to a point where me, me and Chris, because we're the ones primarily playing it, um, can actually like you know beat the game and go into the post game. We have somebody in the community. Uh, when I stream, he'll come in and he just says he's been playing Minecraft and he's like, "It's your guys' fault." It's like I've been watching the show and you guys talk about it and now I can't stop playing it. And I'm like, "It's rough." I see a lot of people streaming it again too, so I think it's just Minecraft has never lost fucking popularity. No, but there's it, been times where people haven't talked about it as much, but they're still fucking playing it. Well, it reminds me but of Magic Cards. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's never gone, but yeah, it's n- yeah. like Pokemon, dude. Mm-hmm. I played fucking Pokemon when I was in like fifth grade. It's it's just as popular. It sells better now than it ever has. Yeah, it's so, fucking yeah. like that shit's old. Make something yeah. new. I mean, it's I, I like Pokemon, but I'm just saying it's crazy how certain things just fucking are like always cool. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, a lot of Minecraft. Um, and then Final Fantasy XIV is the other game I've been playing. Uh, I have one more. You actually. guys did a video on that recently. If you didn't watch that, you guys should go back and check it out where you guys discuss a raid yes. that I made the thumbnail for. You did. <laughs> but you guys made the, the, the video. I watched it. I enjoyed it. As a person who doesn't know what the fuck you guys are talking about, you guys did a good job discussing in a way that I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. I appreciate that. Yeah, so. Thank you. I, uh, yeah, it's cool. It's a cool did, video to watch. I did learn that. Make more videos. It, in the, wow, I have footage for the next raid. I just got to start making cool. a video. Um, <clears throat> I need to increase our voices next time, though, because we are 100%. very quiet. Yeah. I forgot this. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I forgot. But, yeah, I watched yeah. it recently, and the next YouTube video was very loud. Yeah, so learning lessons. I don't I don't have much experience in video editing. So. Uh, it's a real easy, easy fix, though. It's not like you... Did something that was like, I know what you could do that'd be like so fucked up you couldn't watch it. But well, it's funny because I did audio balancing when I did the episode, but it was the music versus our voices. Mm-hmm. So like the background music. Wasn't... You did a good job on balancing um, the vocals with the with the music. It's just the whole right, right. overall aud- uh, or audio is fucking low. But yeah, other than that, yeah. it's balanced well. So, you can hear the music just fine. You can hear you guys more. So yeah, I also think it's funny because uh, for anyone who plays Final Fantasy. The, the, they're going to catch it, but because of the theme of the fight, I You're used catch it. old, the old version of that person's, uh, that old music for the, the, the person who's the fight is involved with. I can't speak right now. Um, 
for the discussion part and then i used the new music for the for the fight the new music was the one that got the copyright ding <laughs> not ding i shouldn't say that they they want uh, a split of any monetization yeah i, I that saw that. that it had a little mark that said it was this is fun too a little behind the scenes for some of you guys square video square music we recognize you use your music but we want to share that with you and then a couple of videos down the capcom one capcom music no Japanese companies, this is <laughs> just so you guys know, if you guys, like any of you watching, want to start making your own YouTube videos or whatever, and you want to react to videos, Japanese companies don't like when you use their fucking music. Sometimes they don't like when you use their footage. Yeah. Uh, it's it's Sometimes fucking crazy. Ubisoft too. Yeah, but I feel like that's on accident. I feel like Ubisoft just doesn't know what's, the, they have so many things going on <laughs> that they just don't know what's happening. And then the algorithm's like, hey, and then, because there's been people who have complained on Twitter about that. And Ubisoft's like, we're trying to fix it. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is going on? So, yeah, Ubisoft also uses a crap ton of copyrighted music. Yeah. So. Every one of the trailers is just some song you've heard a million times. You're like, okay, I get it. Yeah. So, anyways, I thought that was fun information because sure. we can, we can like share uh, any Western made game. And, like, unless it's a copyrighted song on the radio, no problem. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I almost <laughs> never run into an issue yeah. if, like, with any. Uh, company if we watch like tgs i'm just like here it comes yeah. my video or my fucking channel is gonna get shut down <laughs> can't watch this shit so um anyway sorry we got sidetracked there a little bit but uh it's taste casting talk about fucking anything uh final fantasy 14 been playing that as usual i've been playing it a lot less i pretty much log into raid at the moment um which is fine i don't need to be like constantly playing one game so um we as I kind of alluded to earlier, we completed the second raid. Uh, I have footage for that, so um, I need to put a video together of that. And we started progressing the third out of four fights. Um, and very impressively, I, I believe, and I think, I, I can't speak for everyone, but it seemed like general consensus um, for our first try, our first night of progression, I think we saw about 60 to 70% of the fight, which is fucking awesome. So, <laughs> but um, yeah. Guys are a well-oiled machine. Well, it's funny. At one point, we had a, a, a tank that we don't usually play with, just some random guy. Oof. And it, it shows in the party finder. It says practice group, right? So they know we don't know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I think like three or four pulls in, we get like really far. And the guy's like, I thought you guys hadn't done this before. And I'm like, we haven't. And he's like, I feel lied to. And I was like, that feels good. All right. <laughs> So. Fucking played a game before, bro. <laughs> played a video game a couple times. So yeah, it just it just felt good because like, as we're pretty casual raiders, so mm-hmm. like, there's people who probably spend a lot of time in there that obviously this person's referring to. Like, eh. I mean, there's a term called trap parties for a reason. Like, you go in and they're like, oh yeah, we'll clear it, and then you get stuck and you don't clear. That's called trap party. So, hmm. um. Yeah, anyways. The way you uh, said that almost sounded like it, people do it on purpose. Some people will lie to try to get carried. Oh. So. Ew, why? <laughs> they want they want to be, win the fight, so. Just find a group of people. Do it the or, way. you know, a practice group. Yeah. Yeah. Where people understand that you don't know what you're doing. <clears throat> um, it's like people. Oh, my God. It's like in first-person shooters, fucking people who are, like, in the middle of the list or at the bottom of the list bitching and blaming the team. Saying yeah, yeah. the team sucks because the, the team's losing or something like that. I'm like, 
you're fucking almost at the bottom of the list. Yeah, what's you're, your contribution? You're who you're <laughs> bitching about. Yeah. Like, fucking, you're just hoping that the team's just going to take care of it for you, and if they don't, you're pissed? Like, ugh, I hate that shit. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's it's been a it's been a real fun raid tier just because we've been able to consist. We've been very lucky with the random people we've been getting. Like, no assholes. A couple people, like... You could tell they were getting tired of like losing constantly, and they'd leave, but they didn't. They weren't like jerks or anything. They were just like, "Okay, I gotta go." Like, all right, mm. things are coming. So, um, other than that, I got one other game, something new. <laughs> uh, I played a game called Craftopia for a little bit. Um, it is still in early access, so they're still working on it. Um, but it, it's a survival game. But it gives me really heavy Dragon Quest Builder vibes, hmm. because or uh, what's that other game we played where you're like, yeah, you're in a map, you do all the things in the map, you go through a portal, you go to the next map, portal nice. It's all like that too. You're on a little island, you gather resources, you kill monsters, eventually you get a portal, you go to the next zone type of thing. So, um, uh, early game is okay. I did unlock conveyor belts recently, which is funny because it's in that thumbnail. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it's going to get more interesting the further I get into it. But right now, the early game's a little slow. So, hmm. uh, I thought I know what this game is, but now that I'm looking at it, I don't know what it is. So, I think it's a Japanese-made survival game. I could be wrong. Correct me if you guys know. Correct uh, him. Let him know the truth. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's Are you liking it? It's it's pretty good. Is it um, multiplayer? It does have multiplayer, yes. Games like this have to have multiplayer. Um it very specifically says um work in progress on the multiplayer though. So mm. um There's a fucking ARPG I bought. I forgot what the hell it's called, because I don't play it, but I played it once and I liked it, but it, it's like multiplayer's coming. And that was like twenty years ago, and then like I checked recently and it's like it's coming i'm like when yeah see the different like places you unlock to go to and stuff like that huh interesting yeah so it's like these little mini zones and you just travel through them type of thing that's why it kind of reminds me of dragon quest builders and portal knights and stuff like that yeah but it definitely has like the survival game stuff you have to eat you have to gather resources to build stuff and it does uh, it embraces the automation thing because you can eventually you do make things like conveyor belts and stuff like that. Mm. So I don't know. Uh, I think it will get interesting, but I'm having a. Ho- I think I think playing will see. There's a weird automation right there. Um, <laughs> Cow with his head through the wheel. Yeah. Um, Chris can't see what we're watching, so let's stick to what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I, it, my whole thing is I think it is a game that I would definitely enjoy more in multiplayer. Um, but uh, yeah, it looks like it has neat ideas. It's just in, you don't really see that in the beginning, and it doesn't really like tell you anything. It just kind of goes go. I like so. I like the like almost sci-fi JRPG look to it in mm-hmm. some ways. It's interesting. It's really weird. Like I, just, I bought it on a whim, and uh, I finally said, was like, I gotta play this. I bought it. I need to at least try it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, yeah, like I said, if if anyone's played it. Um, let me know. Should I like actually delve into it some more? Cause like right mm. now, like it's all right, but I, I feel like, uh, the time investment is going to be huge on it. So probably yeah. games like that. I mean, just like Minecraft is something yeah. you're going to spend a lot of time in. So 
Yeah, I can only have one of those at a time that I can play. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. So, anyways, that's what I've been playing. Had a lot to say, apparently. Sorry. (laughs) Should be sorry. Chris, what have you been playing? Uh, The the standard Final Fantasy XIV, of course, I've been playing that. Uh, I have geared up a new job to be able to do, like, beginning of raid content. So I've been doing that, which is a red mage. Uh, It's a bit more DPS, a little less utility overall. um, But it does kind of alleviate the need for reses from our healers when that happens. So... It's nice to have that to save their mana a chunk because uh, otherwise I don't really use my mana regen on its own too often. Um, also been helping out someone in the free company decorate their house. They gave me access to it so I can just kind of decorate it as I please. Are they paying you? No, no, no. But they have in the past given me like uh, raid materials for like pots and things like that in large quantities. So I'm just kind of do it pro bono. Hmm. Not asking for anything for it. But uh been going been doing that exploring some new stuff with some new housing stuff a lot of fun <laughs> grinding out my weapons for the relic or not is, is it the relic quest yeah. i call it relic some people call it just law yeah the resistance weapon it's the relic quest for this, this it is. expansion in my mind so i've been doing that uh a lot of a lot of ivalis raids which i'm enjoying since i like the ivalis content uh if you don't know that's final fantasy tactics and final fantasy 12 related storyline mm. stuff so it's really fun to do um, has music playing a lot of stuff. It's really neat. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot, a lot of references thrown into it. It's really fun. It's really fun. Uh, I've been doing a lot of Minecraft, uh, and I do mostly decorating in that game. <laughs> Chevy has a lot of functional stuff that's like really neat and like mechanical and like really beneficial of like providing materials and committing atrocities, gathering <laughs> crops, <laughs> horrid atrocities. Yes, yeah. and I have more of like the this looks pretty has no real function type of builder <laughs> in age of conan chevy was the fastest person to jump to capturing thralls this story started roping people in and dragging them back home i'm like useful. it's very useful he's got that <laughs> minecraft too he's got a whole building of thralls but the uh, store I, yeah the store <laughs> they get paid it's different sure sure <laughs> Sure. Um, <laughs> I, I tend to go good. on these vast journeys of great distances to gather materials for decorating. <laughs> so recently, I traveled like three thousand blocks X, and I think six thousand blocks Z or Z coordinate. Yeah, um, just to gather materials from the jungle to make a terrarium in my train station of jungle. Jungle's bias for some reason. Yeah, that's crazy. You have to go that far that's the extent that. I go to for decorating. You know, I go way out there. Yeah, on our seed, for some reason, like we're surrounded by like, like the ba- the original basic um, style or whatever of just like grass and some occasional trees. Um, I'm technically in a mountain biome where I'm at, so it snows on me, and then uh, there's a like a uh, a dense forest in between us and the spawn point and then there's just deserts and ocean all the other biomes we have to like go on an adventure to go find so yeah, that's the fun of it though there. yeah i was like the adventures yeah. yeah yeah it's always fun to explore the new things i tamed a bunch of parrots in the jungle i was really excited about that they fly around and follow me and they apparently mimic at least from what i understand they mimic the noises of 
NPCs that they come across sometimes because I had a parrot that was groaning like a zombie every now and then and one of them that would hiss like a cat. It's creepy. It was cool. And then I started going back home towards the vast ocean between my house and the jungle and my parrots disappeared because they didn't have name tags on them. So I was very upset. What they, why, why would they, why did they disappear? Because they're they technically spawned. Yeah. Oh, okay. He got too far away from them and the game will unspawn things if you get too far, obviously. So it doesn't like crash. <laughs> hmm. Um, it has like I think it's a, a a circle around you of like 115 blocks is active. Everything outside of that is not active. So uh, makes sense. Yeah. Um, I just uh, figured you could like tame them or something. He did, but the only way to make them permanent is there's a an item in the game called a name tag. Oh, you, okay. That's you, yeah. That's what he was saying. Yeah, you put it in an anvil, you name it, and then you use it on something, and that makes it their name. Mm. So. So mad, so mad. I had four, one of each color. So mad. Yeah, I was trying to figure it out because, like, I have three dogs and a cat in my uh, workshop, and the three of the four animals are all named. So, go get some more. It's a long trip. Very long trip. I don't <laughs> mind doing it, but I gotta find name tags first because you can't craft name tags. They're a found item. Oh, okay, and interesting. I haven't found any. You yet. can fish them up, but the chance is pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all animals? Uh, or enemies. You could name a zombie if you really wanted to. Oh weird. It's just an item that names NPCs. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. Would the zombie still yeah. be hostile? Oh yeah. Okay. It yep. just won't despawn yep. now. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so you <laughs> capture a zombie, name it, and just let it wander around like a cage or something? You actually do that to make more advanced iron machines because uh villagers will make iron golems to defend themselves. Hmm. So Interesting. Yeah, I've, I've done way yeah. too much machine research. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. Uh, so, yeah, I've been just mostly working on train station, kind of finishing up the decorations, kind of expanding it here and there. Not having uh, enough light spawning a bunch of spiders when I go to visit. You know, it's my defense mechanism, all right? You're a stranger. <laughs> you weren't invited. You come into my train station. Spiders spawn, okay? Yeah. That's fucking scary. <laughs> it's right. showdown he's, shit. He's got these like units set up. Like if you need a place to, like store some stuff and sleep, you know, if you're close by. But that's where the spiders spawned. So I was like, no, that's not inviting. <laughs> that was the spider's room. How dare you go in there? Saying they're units sounds like they're like a pod you go in. They're pretty small. They pretty much are. Yeah. It's creepy. They're just a bed in a box. So. Go in the spider pod. And a window to look at his ridiculous collection of chickens. Listen, that's your doing, okay? Chevy will come by with them. like eight stacks of eggs and throw them into my chicken coop. And now <laughs> there are so many chickens in there. This coop is very large, my like massive coop. There's so many chickens in there now that when one hatches an egg and when the egg hatches into a chicken, another chicken in the coop has to die because there's not enough space in there anymore for them. Damn. There's that many chickens. There's more atrocities he's too doing. Long, they jump. <laughs> And they start lagging. Like, nothing else in the server will lag, but they'll lag because there's so many chickens in one spot going on. the server off. can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds stupid. It's pretty bad. It's pretty dumb. You could go in there and but, kill some off. I could, and I probably will eventually, but you know I have better things get? to do. I have better things to do than commit atrocities against chickens. You could be Foster Farms. You could be fucking Tyson. This is definitely not an I mean... Though. The, temp, the, the logic would be to create a hopper in the middle 
that had a bunch of water flowing to it that forced all the chickens into one spot so that when they laid eggs they would go into the hopper and then the hopper would feed it into a chest now, if you killed anything it would automatically go into the hopper i've done it before but i just haven't gotten around to doing it's it it's like 90 percent of my property yeah <laughs> yeah hmm but uh yeah i've also been playing um overwatch uh here and there because the lunar new year event and i want all the skins because i like their lunar year skins i they're, they're always my favorite holiday event just because the skins look really cool in my opinion um nothing crazy really to report there i think i'm getting a little bit better overall because i turned my dpi down to like four mm. when i played shooter the shooter so it's easy for me to aim a little better i'm not i can't flick shoot anymore and i can't turn around real quick but i can aim forward real well that's uh oddly enough because like my background in shooters is like really fast paced kinetic jump around shooters and shit um mm-hmm. in hunt showdown i turned my shit way down because in that game if you miss you're dead so like you got to be fucking accurate yeah. and so like yeah. i'm like it sucks to turn but when i get into a combat scenario i want to make sure that i fucking hit the person um and it typically works out for me i do i do pretty decent so i like i i get it um did you see that isn't overwatch 2 coming out in like 2024 they pull a square I don't know if they asked the date yet for it. I've uh-huh. seen gameplay footage of what they have so far, and it uh-huh. looks really neat. Um, but I don't know the official date yet. I think the I think Digital BlizzCon event is on Friday. Okay. So, something I saw on Twitter, I think like on Sunday, was fucking saying that it might be speculation or something like that. But Probably. they were saying it's coming out in 2024. And I'm like, that's mm. so far away. That's crazy that they would have. And I was like, why would they have announced Overwatch 2? And have it come out that late, but that was like the year after they made their big mistake, and I was pissed at them. So yeah, I, I, say- can, I can understand them going like, "Hey, there's, I swear, there's shit coming out. I promise." Um, yeah, it was right after the the cell phone thing and the. Don't the, you guys have phones? What's his name? Uh, I can't remember the guy who they. Lizard. The guy they they uh, named after fired essentially. Um, they uh. Or no, they banned him from tournaments. That's what it was. Oh, Blitzchung. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then after that, they're like, uh, Diablo 4, Overwatch 2, uh, here, play things. Exciting things. Yeah. Have, have. They had all those issues. Have, and then, have yeah. things. Yeah. Then they're, yeah, they're like, there's games coming, we swear. Yeah. They're not coming soon, but they're coming. So I thought that was really interesting. If that's true. I mean, it, it seems kind of weird to me, the idea of it's 2021 right now. I'm like... Isn't that game supposed to transfer Overwatch into Overwatch 2? Like, aren't they supposed to be connected? From my understanding, last I heard, and this was a while ago, that Overwatch 2 is it's going to be a separate game, but there's supposedly some, like, PvP content that might be cross-play. I don't remember. Because they're changing all the characters, from my understanding. Like, they're changing their abilities and things like that, so it wouldn't make sense to have them cross-play with each other. Um, well, not not cross play, but like uh, that game and some other game. I forgot what the fuck it is. They're uh they're doing this like the sequel is, is the game carrying over into a sequel territory. You have to buy that content essentially, which would be an upgrade to the game, and the graphics will go up and all that shit. But it's still like if you have the prior game and you buy this, you'll still have all of it. Kind of, I don't. It's fucking weird. It's that, and I think it's Path of Exile too is doing that as well. It's just carrying the game forward. It's like a big expansion, expansion update, but it yeah. also like upgrades the game to look like a sequel and 
and have new features because Overwatch 2 is supposed to have like uh, like story centric stuff you can do where you actually get like perks and shit they were talking about right right I remember hearing about that yeah the, the UI looks completely different it looks really nice I've said well, from what I've seen well they're gonna have the character models are all different show that off on Friday though, I imagine though so probably that's happening probably. this Friday that's what uh, Keith is saying. We should react to that for Tasty Cast then. Chevy's very Friday excited. Friday when you're at work. Friday night. 5 p.m. Friday night. Whatever highlights happen. I'll sit here for it. Something. <laughs> we could talk about Well, me and Chris could talk about it. I'm going to be here if you don't want to. I mean, if it's tasty sit, cast. I kind of have to you be can here. sit there and talk shit about it the whole time. I, I hate this. Do, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I hate everything I see. The, dev, right the now. devs don't deserve that. Come on. Just because I don't like their leadership. It's true. Take a lesson from Chevy when it comes to CD Projekt Red. People. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I also played some uh, Among Us with mm-hmm. a bunch of other streamers. That was fun for once. I. I'm not a big Among, Among Us fan, though. It gets me really stressed out. Uh, in particular, when I'm the imposter. Was it, like, was it Fall Guys for you? I can see that. Not really, but kind of. <laughs> just, I'd rather be a crewmate than an imposter. Because just having to work against so many people is really frustrating for me. Maybe don't um, have him play Hunt with you. <laughs> I don't think Chris would. I mean, if Chris Hunt wants to play Hunt, he can Because if I'm working with... Seth, yeah, he would be on my team. Someone on my side, yeah. yeah. But myself against like eight other people, no. In fact, no, I would, I would not. love to see Chris play Hunt, just to see oh, what he oh. thought. It's, Scream it's, tr- it's stressful as fuck, but it's also so good, so rewarding. <laughs> um, this is the same guy who will like, like scream when he starts stressing out, though. So. If, uh, <laughs> if Among Us stresses you out, though, don't play Project Winter. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that game. Oh yeah, no. I hate the word. But if there is a game in this genre that would that is toxic, Project Winner's full of assholes, and it's got full on voice chat, and people really, really embody when they're fucking the uh, essentially the imposter in Project Winter, and they let out their inner sociopath. That's funny. I watched a group of people play it, and the the one guy was one of the killers, and she'd like lure people into corners, and then she start hacking at them and start giggling the whole time. So, well, that's Jesus not even Christ. no. The people just like straight up sit there and talk shit to you and stuff the whole time, and and it's it's part of it's part of those kind of games to try and deceive people. But like people just like run in a room and be like, "This guy just fucking killed someone," and people get into arguments over it because like that's not true. And it's like it's not even like in a fun way. Like when you watch streamers do it, they're all like playful about it. But yeah. when you're not watching mm-hmm. streamers, which is ninety nine percent of people, a lot of people are dickheads. What rust? In games in general, where you're like, <laughs> like against each other, fucking people. <laughs> Games like that really attract fucking assholes. Yeah. They're also really fun. Like, um, I really like Among Us, um, but Project Winter, I enjoyed playing it. But holy fuck, like every other game, there's just some dickhead in there who didn't care whether he was an imposter or not, whether he wanted to succeed or not. He was just in there to start fucking trolling. And it's like, this is like not... This game has all, all these like really cool systems, and they're not being used because these, this dude's just like not taking the, the match serious enough to play it normal and it's like that's the shit that turns me off from games like that but among us is so simple that it kind of takes a lot of those tools away from you to get like really creative and how to like fuck everyone over 
even if you're on the same team. Um, so that's one thing I appreciate about Among Us. Well, I had some fun, but it was definitely stressful. That's why I like push the uh, button. Push the button. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. That was like I really played Jackbox fun. 7 with the same group of people, and that was a blast. I had a lot of fun doing that. Always have fun playing Jackbox, though. Um, And then I've just played very briefly Hades here and there, as I always do. Uh, And then for like a round by myself, I played a second, second extinction before we started filming today. So that was kind of fun getting to that. So uh, insulted. (laughs) Using my skills that I've learned from lowering my DPI and overwatch. Fun. Kill all those fucking dinosaurs. Yep. Yep. I need to hop back into that game. Yeah, I was because I think it's interesting because, like, I mean, I understand you probably don't play a lot. Of, I mean, I don't even play that many shooters anymore. But even like growing up, I, I pretty much grew up on things like Quake and, and Doom and whatnot. And adjusting your sensitivity is like one of the first things you do. So yeah, but I normally turn it up in games like that. Well, sure, in those examples, but I'm yeah. just saying in general, like, uh, anytime I play anything where I have to aim. If it feels off, I go, nope, stop, wait a minute, and I go fuck with it. So, just because. Yeah, I didn't play. I didn't play a lot of shooters growing up. It wasn't really my forte. I did definitely mostly like RPGs and and yeah. uh, platforming games. So, getting to shooters as I get older is a new thing for me. Or you know, all these these basics of like lowering your DPI and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So they put those buttons on the on mice these days too, so you can switch between like sniping and running gunning stuff. So. Mm. Yeah, my last mouse had a little uh, button on the side mm-hmm. that was a sniper mode, but it wasn't it wasn't a toggle. I had to hold it, and it was kind of nice in the uh, moment to do it because almost every mouse that I've had in the last, like, five years has a button you can just click in, and it'll switch the yeah, DPI. But this minus. was, like, just hold it for a split second so you could be playing and just hold it and get that, you know, tighter shot. But I prefer my newer mouse over that one, but it was a cool feature. That, that's all I've been playing. All right, I have played one game in the last week, which is weird because I even went through my Steam catalog and I was like, I swear I played something. Like, <laughs> what? I played one game? How's that fucking possible? I swear I played PoE. Nope, I didn't. I swear I played fucking uh, Deep Rock Galactic. I've been playing that for fucking ever. Nope, haven't played that in the last week. But I've been playing Valheim. Um, obviously, else. <laughs> that game started popping off. It's hearing a little bit about it. I bought it, been playing it, and then I've just seen seeing on my Steam just every other day, some more people on my friends list just bought it, just bought it, just bought it, just played it for the first time, just played it for the first time. And I'm like, this is that game. It's the next game we're just fucking uh, rolling out, and uh, everybody's gonna be playing it. But uh, but yeah, I, uh, I I picked it up. Heard a lot of things about it. People are like, it's a survival game. Like a lot of survival games, but what makes it different? Not a whole lot, but a lot of little things that makes it an experience that is. Valheim. Um, it takes after a lot. Uh, it takes after um, Terraria, in a sense, uh, except for it's 3D, uh, because um, as you play through the game and progress, you uh, are able to summon bosses, and when you fight the bosses, it unlocks new features in the game, uh, new things to build, stuff like that. So there is a um, kind of a wall you hit as you play the game, unless you don't want to unlock new stuff, um, which is... You know, similar to Terraria and Terraria, you fought a boss, you'd get an item. Each boss in uh, in Valheim has an ability that you get, and you can put that up at the spawn area and use that ability from now on. I think you only have one activate at a time. I'm not sure. I have not 
that i've been playing it for a while but i've been building like a lot of people are like oh this is how you beat the first boss second boss third boss i'm like i'm not I'll get to them eventually, but I'm just building, bro. That's what I do. Um, Even when I watched the trailer for, or like some, I guess there's a trailer for the game because I was like trying to look into it. Um, the trailer is literally just combat, like the whole trailer. I was just like, this isn't even something I'm like necessarily interested in that part. Um, I know there's building, but I was hoping yeah. to, to see some. And in the advertising, they don't show that. It's just the combat part. I'm like, dude, this is like the least exciting part for me. You, about this. You'll like this game. Yeah, except for... I mean, you're playing Minecraft right now. You would yeah. play this. Um, for anybody who has not taken the dive into Valheim yet, and you will soon, I'm sure, because um, it's just spreading, um, it is a third-person uh, survival game uh, where you are able to um, start a server. It's very... It's kind of nice. Like, games like this, typically, you have to, like, make a server and let people join or whatever. In this game, you start the, you start your game. Decide if you want that server to be open to anybody to join it or for your friends to join or you can invite them. Um, you can have up to 10 people on a server. Um, so it's really simplified and it's kind of like hot fucking... Um, Seating? Huh? Uh, Seating, swapping or whatever. Swapping, yeah. Like, uh, you can just invite people in and out as you go so there's no like commitment to uh the way they join and uh every time you start a server it has a seed and it's uh procedurally generated so every server is different unless you type in the same seed you'll have the same um uh map uh the map is jai fucking gigantic um it's a big circle and you start in the center and you run for miles and then you look at your map and you've barely uncovered some of the map. So it's, it's really big. Um, so yeah, you and up to nine other people can play on a server. Um, the thing that's really cool about it is your character and you can make multiple characters. You get to customize your character the way they look. It's not super advanced, but it's, it's more than I thought it would be. Um, but that character's progression, uh, you can take that character and go into other servers. So, this is kind of cheesy, but like in an area I'm building right now, I didn't want to get rid of the trees anymore. So I made a separate server that I called Woodmill. I just load into that, cut a bunch of fucking trees down, deforest the area because I was deforesting way too much in the area I was living. I was like, I don't want to destroy everything. I like the way this looks. Um, and then I just load back and forth. Um, That's funny. Like, People yeah. will make uh, resource servers, sorry, uh, in Minecraft. And there's a, uh, a mod you can do that will connect the two servers side by side so you can literally jump through a portal yeah go to a resource server jump back if there's like some kind of like i guess exploit to it i probably wouldn't be doing it but the game like literally just lets you take your character into any server so yeah. i was like if it just lets you do it i'm just gonna do that right just fuck it um but don't don't get me wrong i've already done plenty of deforesting in my own in every <laughs> server i've played in so far i mean the place that i'm uh living right now on the server i'm playing on which is called svensylvania um my guy's name is sven um <laughs> Uh, it's 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 a Norse uh, game, so of course I had to name my guy that. Um, but anyway, uh, the area that I'm living at right now used to be a forest, and now it's this big open area surrounded by trees. Um, so I've definitely done my part to uh, destroy that fucking uh planet that i'm playing on um so anyway in this game uh there's enemies there's wildlife running around um everything you do in the game levels up which is really cool so when you run you're leveling up running uh they'll go up one level two level three level it's, there's a sh i don't know what the level cap is but i think i'm like 40 something and running right now and i'm not even like halfway through my bar um 
for running that decreases the amount of stamina you use when running and it increases the speed you run. So my guy's pretty fucking fast. Um, wood chopping. When you chop down a tree, you get experience for wood chopping. As that goes up, you use less stamina to do more damage to trees. Um, you also do more damage with an axe if you're if you're using an axe. So um, uh, if you use it as a weapon, you'll do more damage to enemies. Uh, so everything you do in the game levels up, which I really dig because it kind of reminds me of Elder Scrolls games, which is kind of a, a system I used to love a lot in like Morrowind and stuff. Like you just play the game and you got better as you play. Mm-hmm. Um, so this game has that. And again, your character, you can move from server to server. So if you had your own server, I have my own server. You want to hop into my server and make, make like a house there, but you want to play on your server more often, I can hop over to your server. Like it's kind of cool that way to have like your own games yeah, yeah. that you're playing or i could have like my own single player server i play up but then i have like a second server where i let people play in it and i'm using the same character interesting yeah it it sounds to me like they they literally kind of like took ideas they really liked from a bunch of them survival games because like even the boss thing like terraria is a good example but also arc has the bosses as well mm-hmm. that you summon um yeah this one just reminds me more well I mean, Ark, yeah, that makes sense. But uh, this reminds me a lot of Terraria in the sense that you have to, like, go to an area and use an item to, like, make them show up and fight them. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying, like, I know two games that kind of have, like, a boss system like Mm -hmm. that. I mean, Conan has bosses, too, but I don't think it's in the same They're just on the map. Yeah. Um, Yeah, if you have the balls to go fight them. And then the the ability to, like, you you can't, like, Minecraft's weird about it because, like, you play a multiplayer server, like you you were saying earlier, Mm -hmm. or you play... Single player, but if it's land, you can literally open it up to land. They yeah. can hop in, they can hop out. I just like the so. simplicity of how they do this. It's not like a big forty person server or right, the right. fuck. It's just like you can have nine people play with you if you want. And, well, and how many people really have like forty people? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Unless you're a content creator and you're trying to make a community server, most people play mm-hmm. with a handful of friends. So. Yeah, for sure. And it's like perfect for that. Ten's like perfect. Yeah. Uh, even if it was like up to three other people, I'd be like, that's cool. But uh, but it's 10, like when it's we like could, you have a bunch of people on server. It's like when we played uh, Battlefront 2 and we could have like more than four people in a party. I was like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, we got like six people in a party. Yeah, it was, which was I fucking think you cool. can do up to eight is what it lets you do. But I think so. I was just like, <laughs> well, what happened okay. is we had to make a second squad. But because we're all part of the same party, it linked our squad. So we could still tell people in the second squad. And we shared voice chat with each other. Yeah. 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 It's right, a really good right. system. Yeah, it's interesting. But, uh, but yeah, so you hop in, there's a spawn point from there. You just go, uh, you can literally cut down every fucking tree in front of you. Certain trees you can't cut down yet. You have to get the right stuff to cut those trees down. So there's progression in that sense. Um, you can terraform the land, which is cool. Um, you get a hoe, you can, um, uh, use a pickaxe and dig through the ground, um, dig through rocks, stuff like that. Um, there's a leveler. So if you want the ground around the area to be leveled with where you're standing, you can use that. Um, there's like a path creator, which just gets rid of foliage. So if you want to make like a trail, you can do that. Um, you can build the, the building seems deceptively simple, but you can get creative with it because, uh, the way I've been building is I've been using some pretty basic stuff that I think most people are probably doing, like just throwing up a wall, half wall, stuff like that. But I've been using a lot of the, uh, planks to detail everything that I'm doing to make windows more uh, visually appealing to me 
um, to make railing and stuff like that. I've already seen other people starting to make like lawn chairs and shit, which is interesting. And like, I guess there's a thing people are doing right now. There's these enemies called graylings. They're really fucking annoying. Uh, people have just been locking them into a box and making a window and then making them like a shop. Like they, they're standing in there and it's like a little like, like RPG style, like shop to go up to and shit. It's, it's, it's weird. Um, Combat. Familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're talking about it earlier, I was thinking about that. Um, combat simplistic, but cool. Um, if you have a dagger, you can swing kind of fast. As you attack things, you start doing more damage uh, as you level that up. Uh, it also, if you hit the middle button, you will leap at people and stab them. Um, if you have a spear and hit the middle button, you'll throw the spear and then you have to recover the spear. So if you miss, you got to go grab it. That's actually my favorite weapon so far. Um, there's that axe, like I said. Uh, you can make shields. Every time you block, uh, you get experience. Um, so much so that when Josh joined my server, we just like ran at each other and started fucking hitting each other instantly. And we started <laughs> fucking getting experience. And I was like, wait, wait. It's like Modern Warfare fucking 2 back in the day. And I pulled my shield out. I'm like, just, I was like, just unload into my shield with a machine gun, dude. Just like in Modern Warfare 2. And he ramps, starts fucking hitting my shield. And I'm just like getting experience. I'm like, dude, hey, we just do this all day. But uh, <laughs> at a certain point, you'd be spending so much time to fucking level. Yeah. So, um, but I thought that was funny. Uh, it has a really interesting system too. Um, you can craft certain things where you're at, but to build, you have to have a uh, workbench, and the workbench has a zone around it, and you can only build within that zone. And if you take the workbench away, everything you built is still there, but you can't build there anymore. Um, but you can put down multiple ones if you have a whole area you want to start working on. Um, or if you're out in the woods, and you're like, I need this thing real quick. You just throw down a workbench if you have the resources to do it and make something there real quick. Um, so that's an interesting <laughs> system. Probably so you can't Fortnite it. Um, <laughs> it's got it's got a lot of really interesting systems. Uh, the game also has a really I, I'm gonna say deceptive again. It's deceptively simple looking graphically. When you look at uh, pictures of this and even some video. It's not impressive looking anyway. It kind of looks like a PlayStation game that has been uh, has had anti-aliasing put on it, so it's smoothed out, but still has that PlayStation looking um, pixel look to it. Um, but when you play the game, you were talking about Minecraft earlier with effects. The effects in this game are really fucking good looking. Um, as you're running, every tree is actually moving in the wind, and the foliage is blowing in the wind. Um, it's really cool looking. The grass moves. Um, the game's very atmospheric. You hear the wind. It's got calm music playing typically. Uh, sunset, sunrise, dusk. Like they're gorgeous looking when it's like nice out. But then like if it's cloudy out, it's like darker. Um, it, it'll get foggy out to the point where you can barely see ahead of you and shit. Like oh, the, I don't like that. The weather effects um, <laughs> are like very impressive for right. how simple this game looks. Uh, I was kind of telling you earlier, but like I was running through the woods when uh, the sun was going down to like the right of me and to the left of me, it was dark. I started seeing the stars or whatever, but then like uh, through the trees, I could see where the blue was meeting like the pink color. And then like the pink was like coming through the trees from the right. And I was just very impressed with that visual because like even games that are like triple a don't look like that. For sure. Um, so they put a lot of work that I don't think was necessary, but so fucking awesome. Uh, they put that amount of work into this game, which is really fucking cool. Um, yeah, we're heading to a generation right now too of like just crazy lighting effects that are just gonna, we're just gonna be spoiled for a while until we get desensitized to it. So, 
Yeah. Just for a game of this stature, it's crazy they're even doing it. Yeah. Um, the game also has really interesting physics. So, like, and here's a warning. Fucking get out of the way if a tree falls. Um, <laughs> trees have physics. Uh, so when you chop one down, they'll fall and they'll, and they got a good weight to them when they hit so much so that sometimes they'll slam into other trees and they do damage to those trees. So sometimes they'll hit another tree and knock that tree down. I've knocked like six trees down one time, just fucking, they start hitting each other through the woods, uh, or they'll damage the tree and just be stuck against it. And they start chopping that tree down and it takes less hits than normal. And then that tree comes down and just fucking hits you in the top of the head, like a fucking hammer and kills you. Um, or they'll roll down the fucking hillside, hit all these little shrubs. They typically have to hit once and like a stick will come out of them. It just fucking mows through those and hit some trees. That's a bunch of damage. Or my favorite, there's an enemy running up the hill at you going, just running up and the tree goes, <laughs> rolling down the hill and goes, boom, and just fucking kills them instantly. Or it hits you and it fucking does a bunch of damage. Sometimes they'll even like roll like a foot and hit you in the knee and you just like take a little bit of damage where you're like, you can, like, push it back up the hill or whatever. Um, it's really interesting the, how much work they put into the tree physics. Uh, another another tree one time that I, I knocked down fell forward. The top of the tree hit a branch of another tree, hit it hard enough that the back end of the tree rolled up over the branch a little bit and then got stuck up in the branches of another tree. So there's just a tree up there. I'm just looking up there. I'm like, that's going to be dangerous when I knock that down. Um, so that's really interesting. Uh, bow and arrow. Fucking uh, is in there. Magic, magic. There's Every wizard. There is, as far as I know, some magic stuff. Um, I have, like I said, the progression is the bosses. Every time you beat a boss, you get access to new shit. And I've only beaten the first boss. I played the game for twenty five hours, and I've only beaten the first boss because I'm so busy building. Um, but when I beat the first boss, I got a spell that I can cast every twenty minutes, and it lasts five minutes. That increases my uh, stamina regain and my stamina in general. And I want to shoot fireballs at things. There might be fireballs. I mean, I'm sure. I went into this game blind, so I don't. I don't want to know what's ahead of the game. Like I literally watched some reviews, (laughs) and they're like, "This game's so cool. We don't want to ruin it for you." I'm like, "Okay." If you're saying that, and people want to ruin shit so badly, if you're saying that, I'm just gonna fucking. I'm gonna not look into this. Um, And so far, what I've unlocked so far has been very cool. I think I just unlocked like a smelter recently and stuff like that. So um, there's a lot of shit. So there might be magic that I just haven't encountered yet because I've there's nine bosses. I've only beat the first one. So, but uh, I mean, there's fire arrows. You want to shoot a fire arrow? No. <laughs> no. Um, but anyway, with the arrows, <laughs> the arrow drop is so fucking crazy. Like. My the, the biggest tip I can give anybody when it comes to uh, archery in that game is aim higher than you think. If you think you're aiming high enough to hit the thing, fucking aim higher. Because as soon as that thing launches out of your bow, it's already dropping. It doesn't go and arc and go down. It starts fucking dropping as soon as it flies out. <laughs> so you got to fucking like aim that bitch up. Um, but I've gotten pretty decent at it. I actually, there's this moment... Uh, that I, re- I wish I was recording because it was so fucking perfect. I was like, it was like night and then like the sun started coming up and I'm like looking at the trees, the wind's blowing, it's really calm, peaceful and right at the crest of this hill uh, where the where the grass is blowing in the wind, fucking just this pink sunrise is rising and that hill is surrounded by trees but behind the hill, there's nothing. It's just perfectly picturesque and then suddenly a fucking deer 
just walked up in the middle of that hill in the center of a symmetrical fucking hillside of just trees and a hill. And it's just like fucking majestic as shit. <laughs> and I'm like, I wonder if I'll hit him with an arrow. And I fucking pull out my bow and arrow and he's way the fuck out there. And I aim up, up, up. And I'm like, eh, a little higher. And I fucking launched the arrow and I hit him directly in the head and dropped him. And I was like, fuck, I should have recorded that. That's perfect. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so far over, I mean, I've, I've spent 25 hours pretty much building. So I made one server originally. Me and Josh played on that and I deleted that server. I haven't told him yet. So if you're watching this, Josh, that server doesn't exist anymore, but you're welcome on my new server. Um, maybe that was kind of a test server. I was checking shit out. Uh, I beat the first boss and I was like, eh, okay, I get it. And then I made a new server and that's what I'm playing on right now. Um, so yeah, played on two servers so far outside of my wood mill server that I made just as an experiment. And uh, yeah, I've spent about 22 to 25 hours uh, building. So on my new server, where the spawn point's at, I built, I, I kind of ran into the woods until I found a really cool area. And that area is, I came through the tree line and then there's a, uh, this little opening with a bunch of rocks. And then uh, I ran up a little further and I noticed that I was on a cliff side. And off the cliff, it just went straight down and then there's the ocean. I was like, oh, cool. So I was like, I'm going to build a fucking a house right on this fucking hillside. So I started clearing everything out, but then I built a trail from where I was building to the spawn point. So if you spawn on my server and you look over to the left, you'll see a trail. That trail leads right to my house. That's funny. Um, and it's, I fucking worked like two hours on that trail because I cleared the path, but also certain parts had rock in the ground and I fucking with pickaxe had to break through the rock and like smooth out that trail. So it's like an easy walk and not some bullshit. You have to jump over stuff. Um, but yeah, so that leads to where I'm at, where I've built a, uh, wood, um, like fence line with like three gates of entrances around that fence line. I, in there, I have a two story house. Uh, I have a bedroom at the bottom floor in the center. I have where my fire pits at, where I can cook food. Uh, the game will accumulate smoke if there's no ventilation and the smoke will kill you, which is crazy. So I built that fire and my roof was just starting to fill with fucking smoke. I'm just looking, I'm like, ah, it's not good. So like I run, I open all my doors and I make sure I have windows open and shit. And I'm like, what the fuck, what the fuck do I do? Like, I, I guess I just build that chimney, but I was like, just in the moment I, I ran out back, opened uh, uh, the back and I put kind of like a like almost like a dumpster. I have like this lid where there's a crack behind the fire and the smoke just goes out that. <laughs> and uh, and I just kept it like that. I could I could make it better, but I've been working on other things. But uh, it's it's interesting. So now only in that room, there's some smoke in the ceiling, but the rest of the house, there's no smoke. So that's great because I sleep in that house. I don't want to fucking suffocate um as an attic i don't really have a whole lot uh going on up there yet except for three boxes that i throw stuff in that i'm not really using right now because i don't want to run up there constantly for shit um and then i have uh kind of like uh like a porch area they have a to the side i have um all these uh, uh logs set up and in that area I have chests full of where i put excess wood so if someone's playing they'll just know where the wood goes um, but then out back, I was telling you, I have that cliffside mm. that I built on. Um, I spent fucking hours, literally hours, uh, making a stairway from my house down that cliffside that goes kind of like zigzag, uh, down to the ocean, uh, where I have a dock and a dock house. 
and uh, there's boats in the game. And so I've built my first uh, raft. And um, it's pretty cool because you can, uh, it's kind of like Sea of Thieves in a sense that when you're uh, using your boat, if you hit the wind, your sail will open up and you'll go faster. Okay. Um, otherwise, you just move at it the same speed. There's also a hold fast button when you're on the ship where you grab the ship. I don't want to find out what that's for. <laughs> Because it's in the game, but I'm like, why? You probably start tipping. What's going to happen? Or there can be crazy storms, I imagine. I know there's sea monsters. Sea monster. But I uh, I have not encountered them yet. I saw those hold fa- fast. I hit the button. He just grabs the sail. I'm like, uh-oh. What's, why am I going to have to do that? Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's really fun. It, it doesn't really uh, recreate the wheel in any way, but... Um, it's taken so many good ideas, put into a package that in early access fucking feels super refined. I've had zero issues with the game, like nothing. Uh, multiplayer works great, no glitchy error shit, nothing. Um, and according to everything I've read so far, while trying to keep it vague, people are saying this game has more in it than most games when they release. Um, so that's another reason why people are really stoked about it. Um, I'm sure, especially in a day and age where you get like these six hour experiences for full retail. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. That's a, it's a really good game. Um, there's so much I still have to, uh, experience that, uh, I'm just not cause I've been building. Like I said, I've spent like the majority of the time I've played the game so far working on my house and, uh, you know, the staircase and, um, in a game like that, you know, in a lot of games like this, you'll build with wood at first, and then you might like upgrade to other materials and shit. That might happen in this. I don't know, but I'm just fucking building because I like to make shit. So, um, but but then again, you level everything you do. So, building this house, I'm progressing. Right. I mean, when I fight the next boss, I'm probably gonna be way stronger than I'm supposed to be fighting him. That's okay. Um, yeah, I don't care. I'm not <laughs> playing the game for that. I mean, I'm playing to kill them and get whatever they have to unlock, but yeah. uh, I'm not playing it for a challenge. I'm playing it because it's a survival game, and I I'm surviving play. just fine. I was playing nothing for a challenge these days. I'm just like, I just want to play a game, man. One thing that's interesting <laughs> about this game is it's super casual in some senses. So, like, you can eat in the game, but you can't starve. You can eat three different things, and they'll give you, like... Uh, it almost seems like when you eat different things, it shows on a bar different colors. So I think they do different things. But if you don't have food in your system, your stamina regains super slow. And it okay. doesn't cap all the way to 100. So you're like fatigued. Yeah, exactly. Um, just like if you're rested, if you hang on your house, your rest level goes up to four. And if you sleep, your rest goes up. You can also sleep at night and skip to day, which is nice. Um, if you're playing multiplayer, you have to all go to bed at the same time. Um, Used to that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so the stamina system is super, super fucking like forgiving. There, as a survival game, it's not a hard survival game. Also, food's plentiful. There's animals everywhere. There's fucking mushrooms. There's raspberries. Like you just have to run and look for them and shit. So it's really simple in that regard. Um, when you die, you lose your shit, but it's in that spot, kind of like Daisy or other survival games. You just gotta go find your body. It shows up on the map. Where so where you die? Timer? I don't know. I know that items that you drop stay around for two days in game, and days are long. Okay, and I'll say because in Minecraft it's five minutes. You have five minutes to get your stuff. Yeah, otherwise it detracts. I don't think it's five minutes. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if it does despawn. I just know if you have something in your inventory and you drop it, it stays on the map for two days. 
um, which is kind of annoying. So I'm like, how do I just get rid of shit? People are like, just throw in the ocean. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. That kind of reminds me of <laughs> pollute the ocean. Because I think an arc stuff that stays in the ground for a long time as well. Yeah. Um, what was I guess? Oh, yeah. But when you die, you get a small penalty to your leveling. So all of your stats take a hit. But I haven't noticed anything significant. So gotcha. if you're dying a lot, I'm, I'm assuming it will de-level you. But um, I haven't experienced that because I haven't died a whole lot. I mean, gotcha. I got hit in the hip by that tree. But also the first time I played, Josh did the exact same thing. First time I loaded into the, to my server, I like got killed in like the first like two minutes. I just like run through the bushes and a board just ran my ass and murdered me. I was like, okay. Jesus. I was like, well. Going out like the Baratheon king. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Valheim, super popular. I'm really yeah. digging it. I would absolutely recommend it to people. I don't know if it should be as hyped as it is, but it is exciting because it is a solid ass game. And uh, it's probably the it's probably like fifty percent hype. It's the fact that I don't think it's very expensive. It's like twenty bucks, isn't it? It's it's a new fresh game that works really well, has a lot of content, it's you know, North mythology yeah. type shit. So like people like that kind of thing. It's not super expensive. It's multiplayer. Uh, it's got a lot of really cool like leveling yeah. systems, stuff like that. It's just it's just a solid game and uh, it works. And yeah, and it just fucking <laughs> works, which is so important. Um, especially for survival games, the long history of survival games and their problems. Yeah. And this game just comes out, it's like, no, this game just works. Um, which is fucking dope. And uh, it's cool because in the time that's been out, it's already sold two million copies. So I'm sure they've made their money back already since it's an indie game. So it's oh, really cool to see. Team, I'm sure. um, really cool to see. And I hope they support the shit out of this game because they've already put so much into the game. It's got a lot of really good ideas. And I've barely scratched the fucking surface. There might be like there might be fucking features of the game that are like amazing, and I just ha- like I haven't looked into belts. it. No. Possibly, <laughs> possibly. There's a lot of shit in the game. But uh, it's really good. Definitely recommend it. And I will be playing it a lot more and streaming it uh, you know, in the coming days. So look out for that. Uh, I did do one stream of my first time playing it ever where I got killed by the boar in the first two minutes. So you can check that out. It's on the channel. Also, on that note, real quick before we go into the next topic, because we need to get into the next topic. Um, so when I do streams, I only put the streams that I think are, um, are like... Uh, episodes i want to be on the uh when you click on our videos page uh those are ones i've picked but other streams that i've done uh if you're curious about watching those go to our streams playlist and they're unlisted because i don't want them bogging down our list of episodes so if you're curious about that you're like where's all the streams at they're there you just have to look for them in the stream playlist um because yeah like i said i only want like a couple gameplay videos a week i don't want like Taste cast getting buried under like fucking nine right. different streams and shit. So <laughs> figured out clear that up for anybody who's watching this episode in particular an hour and a half uh, in. On that note, anything else you guys want to talk about? No. Like you said, we're already like an hour and yeah, some in. This is I was like, this is gonna be a short episode. I'm always wrong. I'm always <laughs> wrong. So let us know in the comments what games have you guys been playing? Have you played Valheim? Are you part of that hype train? Are you planning on playing it? Uh, are you playing anything else? Are you playing Final Fantasy XIV? Um, let us know what you've been playing. Tell us games that maybe we should be playing in the comments below. It was funny. I picked up Valheim. And then like five minutes later, some guy on uh, on the comments was wow. like, hey, you guys should check out Valheim. I'm like, hey, great timing. I'm, <laughs> I'm about to check it out. Um, so Not that you need much convincing. 
No, fuck no. Me? <laughs> I'm ready to play it. All right. Uh, let's jump into the first topic, uh, which is, uh, as you guys probably already know, there is a Last of Us show being made by Neil Druckmann, and it's coming out on HBO. And uh, there's been speculation for a long time on who's going to play Joel, who's going to play Ellie. And uh, we finally have uh, that figured out in... Uh, yeah, so let's go through this article real quick, and then we're going to talk about what we think about who's playing who. So uh, this is via GamingBible.co. The reason I picked this, I, I've never heard of this in my life. The reason I picked this article is it actually has, um, oh, no, this is the wrong one. Oh, no, it has a picture right here. You guys can see what I'm looking at. Okay, so I'm going to read this real quick so we have the info, and then we do have a picture that Chris put together uh, that will show a comparison of the actors Very playing professionally. that. Yeah, he did it on the fly. Uh, so yeah, HBO's The Last of Us casts the Mandalorian star Pedro Pascal uh, as Joel. So Pedro Pascal is playing Joel, uh, the guy from The Mandalorian, I'm sure you guys know already, and the guy that was in uh, Game of Thrones, that I'm sure they'll say here. So HBO's upcoming live-action adaptation of The Last of Us has found its Joel Miller. Pedro Pascal, star of The Mandalorian, will take on the role of the gruff Texan in the new series from Chernobyl creator Craig Mazin uh, and... NIDOG co-president Neil Druckmann. After a series of casting rumors started doing the rounds last last night, Deadline finally reported that Pascal had landed the role. He'll star alongside Game of Thrones actor Bella Ramsey, uh, who's set to play Ellie. The upcoming series will be fairly straight adaptation of the first video game, in which Joel's forced to smuggle Ellie across a post-apocalyptic America in the hopes of finding a cure for cordyceps, or cordyceps uh, virus that has ravaged the world turning all those infected into mindless monsters and driving the few human survivors uh, to do unspeakable things to stay alive should be a good laugh. Um, okay. Uh, Druckmann, who directed The Last of Us and its sequel, will be working alongside Mazin uh, as producer and writer on the series, said that he was stoked to have Pascal and Ramsey along for the ride. While neither actor was at the top of any Dreamcast list, that's for sure, uh, these admittedly unexpected choices are absolutely fantastic. All the same, I, for one, can't wait to see what they do with the roles, which is someone at Gaming Bible said that. That's not our opinion. And then they have a tweet, should be on the screen, it says, and there's the other half, stoked to have Pedro aboard our show. That was by Neil Druckmann. So we have our casting, Pedro Pascal. And Bella Ramsey are playing Joel and Ellie, and we have a picture right here of. Uh, <laughs> God, I hate it. The 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 two comparisons of Ellie and Joel, and then in the center a mock up somebody made that Chris didn't make that part. Um, somebody made that uh, of what I hope they'll use as the promotional pictures for the HBO series. I hope it looks like they that. have to go full joke at that point, otherwise it's wasted. <laughs> I hope they like have like a like a fucking sitcom like The Last of Us and everybody's just like <laughs> just telling jokes and people are like walking and door tripping and clapping. shit and they're like oh you can't believe oh I got a cordyceps oh man and the background <laughs> um so uh what do we think of the casting there's been a lot of people people have wanted uh to play Joel and Ellie uh those were not picked, um, but we got these two. Um, Pedro Pascal is very popular right now. The Mandalorian is doing very well. He was also very popular in Game of Thrones before he got a spoiler eyes smashed into his head by a big dude. And then um, it was very graphic. Yeah, 
And then uh, <laughs> Bella Ramsey was a character in Game of Thrones as well. Some people were really impressed by her in that show. I thought she was... I, th- I think she did what anybody in that role would have done. Just people say stuff, and she sternly goes, yes. Um, I mean, good composure for her age. So No, yeah, she did good yeah. for what... The, it's not her fault. It's just yeah. like the role was like, you know, young uh, girl is... is uh, now be angie. Okay. Is be angie. Okay. <laughs> um, so she did that. She did what she was supposed to do just fine. So I don't have a frame of reference with her when it comes to being Ellie outside of the way she looks and what I've seen of her in uh, Game of Thrones. But uh, I probably have more to say on this than you guys. So uh, what do you guys think Guaranteed. about this casting? You've actually seen Game of Thrones. You've watched me play through The Last of Us. Chris has played Last of Us a little bit, has not watched Game of Thrones, I don't think. I don't want to speak for you guys, but I'm just kind of trying to streamline this. I've also never seen a Star Wars TV show. You should. Same. Mandalorian's good. And this is coming from a guy who hates Disney Star Wars. I hate it. Yeah. Um, so, where do I start? So the... This is tough for me, man. I don't care about TV. Like, at all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> Every once in a while, there's a good show. And I'm always pleasantly surprised that, True something, detective. that something can like make me watch it. Because usually, I'm like... I see why people do this, but I could interact with something that gives me a better experience. So I see why people do this. Yeah. It's not like an alien. I see why I the humans like do this. <laughs> um, that being said, I enjoyed both of them in game of Thrones. Um, pa- Pascal, is that his name? Pedro Pascal. Pascal. Yeah. He, 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 especially I, I did enjoy, um, I think he was a good casting choice for the role he played in that. He's been the Mandalorian too. That's the rumor. <laughs> There's a joke on the internet that Pedro Pascal likes escort missions because in Mandalorian he's escorting Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. His name's Baby Yoda. I know. I know what you guys want me to call him, Baby Yoda. And uh, and this he'll be escorting Ellie. Fair. So that's his thing, I guess. Um. They also both have history with HBO already. Yeah. So that's uh, interesting. I think that's probably good as far as like um, one last thing to worry about, I guess. Um, and they worked on this, the same show as well. I don't think they ever had scenes together though, because they were in different phases of the show. So yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, because yeah. she, she came around like towards the, the end. Yeah. Yeah. And he was in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um. Having said, like, I did enjoy both of them. I, I, like you said with her, like, it's not that she did bad, but I don't really, there wasn't like a performance to be had. There was right? people saying like, she stole the show. I'm like, did she? she I'm not even saying that she as had a good, negative sense. She good did moments. what she did fine. But like. But I'd say the director made that happen more so. Well, no, she, that's the writing. She played it as, as good as anyone I think would, but sure, like, sure. like the stealing the show thing, I think is interesting in the sense that I think that's just people being stoked that the casting has been revealed, but, um, but like the, her whole shtick in game of Thrones was like, Oh, the, all, all the, all the different, uh, groups from all the regions are showing up and they're like, where's, where's their leader at? And then they look over and they're like, it's a little girl. And then she's like, yeah, I'm the boss. I'm like, ooh, okay, she's the boss. <laughs> and then every time they say something, like, do we all agree? They'll look at the little girl and she's like, yes. And they're like, oh, she is the boss. And like, that's the shtick. And like, it's yeah. it's cool. Like, it's funny. 
But uh, and you and you like felt it like oh she is oh, for sure she is she is the leader of that group. But like um, yeah, not to take anything away from her, obviously. Yeah, I'm I'm trying but, to be like not like negative sounding about it, but like people are like really like she's she was amazing in that show. I'm like, I I hope I hope she is amazing. Yeah, yeah. She did the part great. I I think really the, the key point there is uh, at least for me because you know obviously I'm, I'm expressing my opinions. I don't feel like I've seen enough of her in a career to have an opinion. I think uh, that's where I'm at too. Yeah. Even with, with him, um, I don't have the, the extensive, like, you know, career for him either, but I did see him actually portray and hold scenes, um, in game of Thrones. And then people love him in Mandalorian from what I've heard. So, um, I think performance wise, it'll be fine. Um, Does he protect baby. Gonna do it twice. Yeah. Um, Baby too. As far as like, I hope I hope Ellie gets a Ellie pod that she has to float around in. That'd be sick. <laughs> uh, I think from a typecasting point of view, um, I'm sure people had their their eyes set on certain people, and this happens every time something's coming out. And people uh, wanted the guy who played Jamie in Game of Thrones. I, yeah, I saw that. Which I would have been down for if you can do the well, accent. That guy's dope. But yeah, but yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, some people want Hugh Jackman. I'm like, you're reaching way too high. I think Hugh Jackman's gonna fuck Maybe in. Last of Us too. <laughs> well, Hugh Jackman's not gonna do an HBO show. No, he's like way too high tier of an actor for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything negative, um, and I I can't really like comment too much on the typecasting part because as much as like it's more like the cherry on top you know, for me type of thing, if they look close to the original thing, but at the end of the day, they need to be good actors that can convince you they are the character, right? Yeah. That's the point of acting. Yeah. You, you want to be believable. And if they can accomplish that and the writing is good and the directing is good. Sure. I'm, I'm down to see it. Um, I just, I have a shit ton of reservations mm-hmm. when it comes to watching anything video game related because most time people don't give a fuck about what they're making the, well the thing that's cool though is neil Druckmann's working on this sure I, like i said I, I he has like creative control and he's I'm writing s- for it which is great but mm. i mean like at the same time when does hbo step in and go well we're doing it this way anyway well, that's a fair yeah. point i'm just saying like <laughs> how many movies that have come out based off video games have like the, the mind, the person, yeah. well, the person who w- was one of the main creators of the game. He has like two people right? working on it. A lot of times they consolidate with them. Yeah. Instead of actually, we don't know how there. far that goes. Like, Hey, does this costume look right? Yeah. That's the costume from the game I made. Okay, cool. Does this look good? It looks good. Yeah. Awesome. But like, he's been working on this for a while now after the last of us two yeah. came out. So, I mean like it's, it's his project. So, which is great. Um, yeah, I just, you know, the history but then, speaks for itself. So. But then also, we've talked about this before, uh, some video games don't need movies. Like, if you're going to make and them, that cool, is a movie. But, I mean, like, The Last of Us, you could never make a movie of that because, like, and I wouldn't care because it is, it's it's better than the movie you're going to make yeah. already. Um, just like when they're like, we're making a Metal Gear Solid movie. I want to see it. I'm curious what you do with it. But... Metal Gear Solid's already a thing. I don't need a movie. Yeah. It's, it's already a movie. Like, um, so again, not to sound negative with that. Like, you know, make it. I want to see it. But um, whether it's good or bad, and if it's good, great. But it ain't gonna be as good as the fucking for sure. You know, the source material. Um, so yeah, I guess it just kind of close it out. Um, 
if it comes out, because I'm not going to know when it comes out, unless we continuously we continually cover it. Um, unless people are like, "Oh man, did you watch that show? It's amazing!" Blah blah blah. I it's probably a pass to be honest, because I just don't watch TV. So. Mm-hmm. Chris, thoughts? Uh, I, I honestly don't have a lot to say about this because kind of like Chevy, I don't watch a lot of TV um, at all. I've never seen Game of Thrones. I've never watched The Mandalorian. So I don't know these characters, these, these actors, you know, performance styles and how well they do. Um, so I can't really speak a, p- a lot upon that. Uh, all I can really say is like is appearance wise, like how well they look like the characters. I don't really think they look like the characters too mm-hmm. much, if at all. Um other than the fact that you've got brunette girl and old man, old white man. Damn. I mean, really, what? there's not much comparison between them. What did you think about the way they look? I don't think it matters. That's, you don't care at all? But do you think they look the part, regardless uh, if it matters or not? I think Pascal, uh, with the right beard and makeup, it will be convincing for sure. Yeah. Um facial structure is a little different but i mean that's not a big deal yeah um yeah for sure she's what's her name i, I don't want to just keep bella ramsey yeah bella or, uh looks very different nothing, but again nothing like it. but again that's that's not that important right yeah. it's i, I kind of had said it's just like a cherry on top if if they do get that as mm-hmm. well but then the they if they look the part and they're shit actor it's a bad movie Versus, yeah. like, if they're a good actor and I look past the fact that they don't look like the character, mm-hmm. success. Yeah. So. I think there's a limit to that, though. Um, for example, the only thing I can think of, because we were actors, uh, it, uh, one movie I like to uh, fall back to is, is Interview the Vampire. I love that movie to death. And, like, you know, Kirsten Dunst in it. She was 11 years old when she made the movie. Amazing, amazing actor for how old she was. She's phenomenal job. But the character of uh, Armand in that movie, played by Antonio Banderas, looks nothing at all, not even close to the character that he's supposed to be portraying. And it just rips me out of the movie entirely. Now, I get it. I'm looking from a perspective of someone who's read the books and know what the character's supposed to look like. But at the same time, people are going into this show. Most of you who watch this are going to know the game and know what these characters look like. And if your character looks nothing at all, nothing at all, like how they're supposed to, as you expect them to, it's going to be kind of ripping you out of the scene. Example, again, Antonio Medeiros' character in Interview with the Vampire, Armand, he has, in the movie, long black hair, very pale skin. He's much older looking. In the book, he's supposed to be like a 16-year-old auburn curly hair Russian prince, not a 30-year-old Spanish actor with long black hair. It just rips me out of the movie entirely every time I see him. Hmm. And that could be a problem in this scene as well. If she doesn't look well enough like the character, if they don't make any effort at all to make her look like the character, I don't care how well she acts. That's fine. But if you have no semblance of all about what people are expecting, it's going to rip people out of the scene entirely. Yeah. Um, I think I asked for specific demographics, people who are coming into this and most of them will most likely be coming into this without having any uh, prior experience with the last of us. A lot of people just watching HBO are going to watch this. Um, They're not going to care as much. So people who did play the game are going to care about that. 
Um, and I'm, I'm mixed on it because, um, I see what you're saying for sure. I do think what Chevy's saying is, is where I lean further because I do think if you can play the role in a way that is good or great, that's more important than how close you look to the character. If you look like the character in your horrible acting, it's going to ruin it. I don't care how close you look. Uh, I think people get really hung up on that, but, um, I can't deny that if you don't look like what you're supposed to be playing, it won't affect it negatively. Most of the time, I don't think I'd care too much, but one of the biggest case and points I can think of instantly is the new Han Solo movie, Solo, or the fuck. Harrison Ford's Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford is famous for three roles. Blade Runner, fucking uh, Indiana Jones, and being Han Solo, right? They got some guy who played a young version of Han Solo. That's an impossible order. He doesn't look like fucking Harrison Ford, and he tries, and he does a good job. He tries to be Han Solo, but he's not. And so people who like the movie and dislike the movie, a lot of them all mentioned, they're like, well, he's nothing like Han Solo. That's not Han Solo. Or, you know, he's not really Han Solo, but he's trying. So, like, you know, he did a good job, blah, blah, blah. But it still left, regardless if he liked it or not, left people going like, it, it, it took them out. Because the whole time they have to believe this is Han Solo, they're looking at this guy, and you just can't. You're like, they say this is him, but it's not. It's not. It looks nothing like him. It doesn't act like him. Um, so um, that's a really big, uh, you know, case in point of of someone not looking the part. Um, and that's not even his fault. You know, he's the actor that they hired. Um, he right. he wasn't born Harrison Ford. Um, <laughs> So uh, I, I agree, but I also think that the because the, the opposite spectrum that I that I can't stand, and this happens on Twitter all the time, is every time they start talking about casting for stuff, people instantly start looking for people who look like them. Yeah. That's the first mm-hmm. thing they they worry about is like, oh, I think it's I think it's a fun thing for the most part. I think they're just looking for dream casting, like, oh, this guy, let's find who can look the most like this character. But a lot of times they'll post people who are awful actors. But they're like stoked because like they look just like them. They look just like them. Like, but that that motherfucker couldn't play that role. That person sucks at acting. Well, like with with Ellie, uh, was it like Ellen Page or something like that. Is that mm-hmm. right? Well, casting uh, Elliot Page um, now would be weird because of his age. I'm obviously missing something. You're out of the out of the loop. I, well, when it comes to everything, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But the original Ellie was based off of that person, yeah. and then they changed her because there was a possible like lawsuit because of that. So, I remember all that. Yeah. So that would be really and so they're I, too old now. Too sure. I'm just saying. So to use that comparison though, uh, in that you know, that reality, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Uh, that person's acting ability for me would not convince me regardless of them looking very similar. So sure. Me too. So sure. Sure. I acknowledge there's the fine line between looking like, like the character and having the acting chops. It has to be this gray mesh. Between That's the both. balance. Yeah. But it has to have a balance. And if you look nothing at all, like the character and you have the acting chops, you're not meeting that gray mesh area. Yeah. You're also looking, um, though that's a better picture than the one they constantly keep using for her. Um, she's in character right there. So it's mm. kind of a weird picture to, to use as a comparison anyways. Yeah. There was another one that was like a more modern uh, picture of her next to Ellie, but it's still, yeah, didn't look convincing. 
So all that, all that being said, um, because that's an interesting point, like you and Chris are kind of like, you know, I wouldn't say you guys are on different spectrums of this, but you guys kind of have a different philosophy where you're coming. I, and I agree with both of you, but I think there is definitely a balance that, that needs to be there. That being said, my opinion on this, uh, as a person who's watched both of them, seen their acting ability, and I'm looking at them right now compared to the characters, characters that I know very well and love a lot. I think Pedro Pascal, if he can nail the accent, unless they don't care about that, and there's like, you can be your own character. But if he can nail his accent, grow that beard or get a fake beard, and get that hairstyle, I think he could be convincing. I think he could do it. Because I saw other pictures where he was side by side with Joel, and one of them was pretty fucking convincing. And it wasn't one of the doctored ones. A lot of those doctored ones are really lame. Um, <laughs> not the talent. The fantastic job. They do a great job. People fucking whip those things out in an hour after this yeah, for announced. Sure. It's crazy. But they're using like the Mandalorian pictures of his face. Again, where, in character. And it's like, he's not going to look like that in this, yeah. though. So... I admire the the excitement, but that's not what he's going to look like in the show. And that doesn't do a good job of making him look like Joel. I saw one where somebody had merged Joel's face with a face app thing and Pedro Pascal. And it was just Pedro Pascal's face with a huge beard that was very, like, <laughs> wide. And people looked at him and they're like, this is stupid looking. <laughs> I was oh, like, shit. I was looking at him like, yeah, he better not look like that. Um but his casting, I think, is good. Um, he does a really good job in Mandalorian. He did a really good job in Game of Thrones. Um, if, you know, I've seen him, Mandalorian and the character he played in Game of Thrones, I forgot his name right now. It's like something Viper. Um, they're very different characters. So he has some range. I don't know how much, but he has some range. Uh, Joel is that archetype of also what Mando is in the sense of being the gruff protector of something that they feel that they need to protect. They, they're reluctant to want to do it, but then they do it as they grow to you know know and love them, shit like that. Very similar characters. Um, but Joel is a very different character than Mando and, and his mannerisms and, and the nuances to him. And Neil Druckmann being a part of the project is good because he's going to understand those nuances. He's not going to interpret those nuances. He just knows them. Um, Bella Ramsey is the one I don't know about. She does not look the part. She possibly could, but from every picture I've seen, she does not look like Ellie at all. That's fine. What's more important to me is nailing Ellie's mannerisms and how she acts. Ellie is a very, like, um, um, you know, like, does what she wants, kind of, like, quick to act, and and, uh, especially when she's younger. Well, even when she's older, but she's a very different character in two. Um, And uh, she's got to be able to nail that. I don't want just like a character with some attitude. Like Ellie's very specific in the way she acts. And if she can nail that, I can look past her not looking like Ellie to me. That's fine. Um, But yeah, if she doesn't nail the way Ellie is and she looks the way she does, which is fine, um, it's going to take me out of it. Yeah. Um, I'll still watch it unless it's bad, but it will make me go like, ah, that was a missed opportunity. He could have got somebody else, but game's still there but she could be but yeah exactly it's not taking anything from me but the, yeah. the show still could be great she still she could do awesome mm. um i don't know i don't have a frame of reference so it's hard for me to talk about her but pedro pascal i think is a safe uh uh bet i think i think at the base minimum he's gonna do good it's also worth noting that there there's a comparison there is is to joel from the last of us too so it's a weird comparison as well because he's gonna be younger yeah, yeah. I think so, that's just a more recent uh, 
picture of like better graphics so it's easier i saw one where they compared her to like modern ellie and i'm like why yeah ellie's older in, in the last part two and she's not that age so like why would you compare those two but i'll say the show's like the first game right that that yeah, timeline it's supposed to be yeah so they're, they're both gonna be younger anyways yeah so. well and pedro pascal's not as old as joel in that picture so even though chris referred to him as old guy so <laughs> he's got a brunette chick and old guy I'm just going to wait for him to start calling everyone over 30 uh, OG-san now. Is that a thing? It's just calling people old when they're not Ooh. old. Old man. I have to call myself OG-san then. Yeah. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Change your name. Change your stream name to fucking OG-san. I'd be, I'd be so annoyed if you did that. <laughs> it's not in my business. I'd just be annoyed. I'd be like, why are you doing this to yourself? Why are you doing that to me? Why do I have to deal with this shit? But, Especially um, after at the end of his streams when he's telling people to come to to, to Taste Loot Gaming, <laughs> and he's just they're like they show up and they're like OG San sent me, OG San sent me. <laughs> hey, I remember what OG San told me. Told me come to this this channel. Here yeah. I am. I don't know why they're from that place, but um. So anyway, I, I feel like uh, I mean we we'll probably talk more about this, but um. Pretty much explain what I think about it. I th- I think there's potential here. It's gonna come down to the story, the writing. The writing's gonna be so fucking important, so important. Like even if these actors are okay to amazing, if the writing sucks, it's not gonna matter. It's gotta feel like The Last of Us. And uh, Pedro Pascal, I think will will be able to do it. I don't know if he's gonna be amazing at it, but I think he's gonna be able to do it. And uh, Bella Ramsey, I'm uh, I'm not gonna say optimistic, but I'm absolutely curious. I do want to see how she does it. I'm curious about two things. One, uh, being when does Chris change his name to OG Son? Yeah. Um, <laughs> first off, one getting to see a game story. Um, I guess co-produced is, is the word I want uh, by the actual person, one of the the main minds behind the game. And then two, um, how a TV adaptation versus a movie is going to do for gaming? Because I've always thought that's a better. Medium, one hundred percent. Yeah, um, I also I think in general though that TV, especially after seeing what things like Game of Thrones and True Detective uh, and Fargo, Fargo can do, um, I think so ten episode good. miniseries are way better ways to portray a story because you get ten hours to tell a story yeah. instead of two and a half. So, yeah, with with the that's the thing that movies fuck up on so much outside of just not giving a shit about the story at all and just going we're making our own story with those characters yeah uh is they're trying to pack in like a fucking 20 to 40 hour experience in two hours maybe yeah which is asking a lot and it's like you can't do yeah. that so yeah if you have like a 10 episode eight episode fucking miniseries you have way more, you have eight hours 10 hours to that's so much more time to yeah. fucking try and accomplish that um, it also allows you to do seasons, so you don't have to tell the whole fucking thing. Whereas, like, a movie's like, we covered the first game, right? Like, we got everything? Yeah, I guess. You shoved a bunch of shit from the games in there, but it didn't work very well. Yeah, something Everyone's confused. Even, even like, anime has, like, um, gotten into that, like, we're going to do 12 to 13 episodes, and then we'll be back later <laughs> with more. So Yeah. Which I think is a smart way to do it. 100%. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to say on this, though? Uh, it'd be interesting. 
I'm actually glad you guys kind of had different things to say about that because uh... I was gonna make a comment. It just reminds me of any any other thing where I'm I'm picking I, like in Minecraft. I'm making machines. He's making things pretty. <laughs> so. You're looking for their uh, how how they're gonna work, and he's fucking looking at how they look. <laughs> he's like, you better be shaving that eyebrow. <laughs> I, I expect a gash in her eyebrow. All right. <laughs> It's true. They'd better do that. Anything else? No. All right. Let us know in the comments what do you guys think about the casting for the Last of Us HBO uh, series. Uh, first off, are you excited for this series? Are you curious about it? Are you not excited for it at all? Are you a fan of the game series? What do you think about the casting? What do you think about Pedro Pascal playing Joel? What do you think about Bella Ramsey? I can't believe I can't remember her name. I feel like I should not remember it all, but it's there. What do you think uh, about that sweet sitcom? We think about that sweet sitcom, The Last of Us, coming out on uh, ABC Family, um, if that's still a thing. I don't watch TV. Um, and uh, I'd be so annoyed. Actually, I would love that if they just made like a fucking comedic Last of Us on TV. It'd be perfect. And uh, let's know everything you're thinking about in the comments below when it comes to this series, the casting, and if it's good or bad. And who was your dream cast? Uh the Dreamcast. I love the Dreamcast. Uh, let's not think about the Dreamcast in the comments below. Um, all right, we got a video to watch. Chevy actually uh, told me to watch this, and it's a good idea. So this is uh, Near Replicant. It is a comparison of the original PS3 Near and uh, the PS4 Remaster, um, which I believe is coming out in April. That's coming out at some point, and uh, I mean, without getting too much into. Um, the game itself, I mean, we're all excited for it, or at least me and Chevy are excited for it. Mm-hmm. We don't have to have a full discussion about Nier here, aside from what we're going to watch. Nothing? I should I, let you borrow it, man. It's really good. <laughs> you don't have to. I'll just wait till the fancy one comes out, and I'll play that one. This is not the same game. Near Automata. You're talking about? Yeah. Oh, so I played the raid. He's yeah. He's played the raid. No. He, knows, he knows all about it. He knows all Hell about no, it. That tells no story. So, um, anyway, me and you are excited for it. Yes. Chris could potentially be excited for it if he plays the game. Um, but we're gonna watch this. We're gonna see how it stacks up. I know they're changing um, not only the graphics and making it look better and stuff like that. They are actually changing stuff to this game though to make it uh, kind of more similar to the way near automata yeah, uh, well, is but also they're changing characters and all sorts of shit yeah well the thing is like this game was made probably not on a very big budget and also was exclusively in-house for square as for near automata was made by um platinum games yeah so a completely different company um so they're probably trying to push it close to that because the success of near automata i'm sure it was very surprising to them because the series has been successful enough but not enough to be like you know one of the main flagship titles as i guarantee at some point we're gonna get another near game at this point so oh guaranteed yeah yeah for sure unless people love unless the weird guy who makes the games just like nope because he's a weird dude yeah oh and also if if you don't know yoko taro never expect there to be a happy ending i'm just gonna throw that out there i've seen so many people they play the games and they just get decimated by the end of it spoiler alert (laughs) chris will definitely love it then it's all his games. It's not a spoiler. So, yeah, we're going to watch this. It compares the two. Uh, should be interesting. We'll talk about it. And, yeah, anything you guys want to say before we start this? I've seen this. Should have seen this? I have not seen this. Chris has most likely not seen this. Are you ready, Chris? 
Yep. All right. Three, two, one, go. Let's get the original on the left, remess on the right. Okay. Okay. It's interesting because they oh, put oh, some God. pants on, lady. Damn. Jesus Christ. You can unlock that outfit with the DLC and near automata. These. It's funny because they look like similar, but also very different. Yeah. This is also the version mm -hmm. we didn't get in the States. Yeah. So. Oh, I've seen the comments on, on this ever since it got announced. People are like, you gotta play the original. No one played the original. It's amazing. Or they're like, they're changing too much. Blah, 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 blah. Frame rate's definitely smoother mm -hmm. on the remaster. Hmm. Lighting's much better, obviously, yeah. but like it, just it, the amount of details you can see and everything. Yeah, the, well, yeah, the textures too are, are, are way, way better, as expected, but the side-by-side right. -side really shows that off. It's also cool, though, because it does look authentic. It's the exact same place. The layout's the exact same. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, it's just textured now. <laughs> a lot of those textures on the left are flat or non-existent. Also, having shadows really kind of makes a huge difference. Yeah. Uh oh. Getting locked in. This uh -oh, hair's cloud. different, also. I mean, dear boy. It's a lot crazier on the left side. The hair goes out way further, and on the right side, it's a little more realistic. Just <laughs> missing polygons. <Yeah>. <laughs> Dragon Guard series too. I'm impressed the fucking PS3 version was even able to do that. <laughs> Just up there going, I don't need no goddamn pants. Yeah! <laughs> Beg to differ. So her her face looks pretty different. Not in a bad way. You can still tell it's that character, but it's interesting how uh, how much they did. Well, even him, he yeah. looks way different. But they do look closer to their yeah their newer uh, style, you know, in appearance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because aesthetically the clothes are wearing shit is pretty similar. Um, but the faces have like a different style. And the weapons in Near the Water are callbacks anyways yeah. to Dread Guard Mirror, so that's gonna be all similar too. Yeah. It's a lot less hazy in the remake. The original just looks like a foggy mess. I'm sure that has to do with the draw distance. Graphics, yeah, yeah. for sure. Draw yeah. distance. Yeah. It is a lot cleaner on the remaster. That's the thing that I've talked about a lot on the show is like I always enjoy seeing how people get creative and the limitations of what they're making a game on though. Mm-hmm. The last game looks good still, I think, though, but the the new one definitely looks a lot better. For sure. Yeah. But it's a clean-looking game, originally. I also like his outfit. Detailing's a lot better. It's not the exact same outfit. I don't know what song this is, but I better not get a goddamn copyright strike. 
<laughs> Some random YouTuber says probably royalty free if I guess. Probably. Dude, fucking big YouTubers don't even goddamn get their own music made. They all use the same songs. Yep, I'll watch like yep. different people and they all have the different same song plan. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look at the teeth on those things. Ugh. Gradual, natural mm -hmm. remaster, of course. Here we'll get a good glimpse of the Jesus different Christ. faces. Yes, that was really different. I think the remaster looks a little more natural. The the original kind of has more of a, I guess, maybe anime look to it. Probably. Yeah. Not full on anime, but her eyes are a lot bigger, and yeah, also could be the limitations of the game itself. I think their faces look kind of more blank and less defined than the original, so the newer one gives them a little more, Some more human individuality, yeah. I guess, because they kind of look like they have the same face. Long faces in the original too, like they definitely yeah. run them out in the remake. Yeah, their faces are like big, mm -hmm. like big ass faces. I also hope they they, or maybe even it's just like a DLC or something like that. Mm -hmm. Though that's a big DLC. Because I think it's pretty much the same game with some with some differences, obviously. But yeah. in uh, near Gestalt, Gestalt, I can't remember Gestalt. what it's called. Um, mm. It's old near versus in this game in Replicant, it's young near. The yeah. the the boy in the the trailer there. So, mm. um, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um. So we haven't seen this. What do you think, Chris? Uh, well, from the comparisons, it looks pretty true to the original, just like an upgraded version of it. Almost, um, you know, slight character model re redesigns, which is fine. They're they're presented in a good way, I would say. Less, uh, like I said, less anime. Kind do you of prefer portions. the remastered character models? I do. I like oh, yeah. them a lot better. Me too. Um, I think they look more natural because mm -hmm. I think I, I don't know much about the near games, but I think they're supposed to be humans. Like they're supposed to emulate humans, or I say are humans. Um, these are humans. Okay, so yeah. these are humans. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna then. walk up to some strangers. I'm like, I don't know if you guys are humans. We're <laughs> supposed to emulate humans. She's gonna come up. These are humans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whoo! That was a close one. <laughs> um, goddamn androids. So they definitely looked at more. Like before, they kind of like he's like they're anime, kind of weird, kind of alien esque with the weird long faces and really big. That's eyes. it. They kind of look like fucking grays or something. They look like aliens. Yeah, they kind of have. They got that, that weird shape cross of head. Grade humans. Yeah, yeah, that. Makes but it the, the new one, the remake definitely has that rounder face. The eyes are not as large. The more humanoid, human look. I like yeah. it a lot better. And both of their body proportions are more like natural looking. Because even like, <laughs> he's got really like long, skinny limbs in the original, and they've <laughs> like made him look more proportioned in his arms and his legs compared to his body uh, in the mm -hmm. the remake. So, um, and then. Even with her, uh, specifically, yeah, you know, in her chest, she has like balloon tits in the original version, and yeah. she has more like natural looking, like features in the remastered ones. More so. natural balloons. I, I'm not gonna go that far because they definitely are not as big, but um, yeah, just in general, they they just look a lot more human I think now. GameSpot needs to come out with an article explaining how bras work. 
yeah, well, we don't need that. But I'm just saying in general. That's what I told them when they to, put that article out. To, to go more into the fact that they like, look more natural, less alien or, or fake looking. Uh, both their proportions have been way improved. Specifically in the face and head, though. that That's yeah. a huge notice. <laughs> For sure. So. Yeah. It looks, I like the, I like the remake, though. It looks really good. It looks like it's really well done. They put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm on the same page, and we talked about it already, but, like, it does look true to the original. It does say remaster, so it seems as though they are um, just upgrading it, um, although I've heard they're changing a lot, too. People in comments always talk about how certain characters are going to be different and shit, but... Um, but yeah, it looks really good. looks really clean. Uh, graphics look good. Uh, the big difference is those character models. And I do think the new character models look better. Um, I can appreciate the older ones. I didn't play it. So I don't have an affinity for that. So anyone who played the originals going, you know, wow, that's right. not how they looked. I, I, I feel where you're coming from. I just don't, I just, I'm not coming from the same perspective because I didn't play this game. Um, but, uh, but as an upgrade to the original, um, and a game that's trying to kind of bridge itself with, uh, what came after it. Um, I think it, they did a good job with that. Um, I mean, honestly, this just made me want to play the original and the new one watching this. A lot of the streamers I've been watching too got permission to play Square Games, and they, a lot of them decided to play near They Automata. got permission to play Square Games? Corporate streamers don't operate the same way as uh, private streamers. You can play whatever you want. I but will. If, but if you work for a, a company, you have to have permission. I won't. So... Um, Don't tell me what to do. So yeah, Square allowed like I, the, a couple of them have been playing Dragon Quest Builders too, but mostly they've been like almost all of them are like I'm playing near. <laughs> so they all jumped in at the same time. Been really fun to watch them all go. This game is great, and then towards the end of it, being like, why, why, why? <laughs> so <laughs> God, look at those fucking eyes. Anything else? No. Looks cool though. Yeah, Stoked. For sure. Stoked to play it. He said this coming out April. April. So real soon. Yeah, it's it there's a there's a joke in the fourteen community because the last near raid comes out in April. Okay. This mm-hmm. is also coming out within like a week of that. Some good cross promotion. It, it is super convenient. Yeah. And a lot of the themes in the new near raid harken back to older near titles and dragon guards. Do you instead. get this nightgown fucking outfit in Final Fantasy that 14? Will not be in fourteen. <laughs> walk around in underwear? No, but I will. I will end my subscription if I see people walking around in that that buttless outfit. Though, if you go on certain corners of Twitter, uh, I'm sure you could find it. Buttless. It is kind of buttless. Look at that shit. It is buttless. It, it has two little squares that cover her ass cheeks and nothing else. Why even wear it? Be lightweight, dude. You're been a fight. Take it off. It's even lighter weight. True. I think a lot of people would probably. Agree with you on that one. They can't sell the game then. Free the Chiefs. <laughs> sure you can. Hashtag you can sell that game. Hashtag free the Chiefs. Well, no. Because <laughs> the ESRB will slap an A on it instead. So Then you can sell it on Steam. To much less people than if you can put it on consoles and I get PC. some fucking weird recommendations on Steam. Well, Steam has no Damn. barriers anymore. I've so. never... Check my fucking library. I've never bought a porn game. And Steam's like, you should buy this. I'm like, what is this game? And I go through the picture. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I forgot Steam can sell games like this. Yeah. Let alone show pictures like that. Just right up front. I, it, That's a weird one, too. Because like, I appreciate that they're just like, 
You can do whatever you want. Oh, no, dude, fuck yeah. Like, I, I want them to be able to sell whatever the fuck they want. But at the same time, like, where did, where's the recommendation coming from? Yeah, to me, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, most of your fucking recommendations are great. It's like, you like survival games. You like hunt showdowns. So you want to fuck kill shit. Stuff like that. Here's also, like, a FUDA game. You like Futinari, right? I'm like, not particularly. It's not really my thing. I have, I have like two games on my wish list that are like like LGBT gay men like dating games because I heard about them. I thought it was neat mm. and it was neat, so I just added them to my wish list. Steam just recommended Hoonie Pop 2 to me. Oh, yeah. You'd love that one. What is that? It's a, a, a popular Hoonie porn Pop game. One it's is a, like a, it's puzzle a puzzle game, game. where you like, you, the more you complete the puzzle, the more lewd. The characters get, and it's all female characters. Okay. When you pop two, you're going on dates with two girls at a time. So you'd love it. Yeah. It's absolutely up my alley. <laughs> Steam's just nailing those recommendations. That's what I'm saying. It's like, hey, yeah. you like Futinari, right, Seth? I'm like, why? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, it's just funny, too, because then, like, you know, you use something like YouTube as an example, and it's like, you watch one video about a video game, and they're like, hey, here, have... Oh, YouTube's real bad. Endless videos on that thing you just watched. YouTube gets a whiff of you watching anything. And it's like, you love this shit, right? And they start pouring yep. it on you. I'm like, well, I never want to see this shit again. <laughs> I watched the Juggalo documentary once. I'm not, I don't like Juggalos. I'm not into ICP, I swear. Get this shit out of here. I just want to see what Juggalos are like. That's it. Yeah, I get a lot of, at this point now, it's just like anime and Minecraft videos. YouTube's like, here, you've been looking at this stuff. Keep doing it. Versus Steam's like... So you like role-playing games, huh? How would you like to play uh, Puyo Pop, but people get naked? Dude, there's this game. <laughs> I, I almost, like, I was like, what is this? Like, it's like a party simulator. I'm like, what is this, like a social game? Like, what is this? And fucking, I, like, watched the trailer, and it's like, live the night of your life at this fucking party or whatever, where there's, like, 10 archetype friends who are hanging out and shit and it shows them all just like drinking and fucking playing beer pong and shit. And I'm like, I already did that for most of my twenties and, uh, relive it. And then I like, I'm going through the pictures and it's like, just from a first person first perspective, like a girl on, at this guy's knees, like looking up at him shit. I'm like, wait, what is, what is this? And then like, I'm going through the comments and people are talking about like, you oh, know, sex scenes are okay. I'm like, Oh, Okay. That's what that is, huh? I was like so out of the fuck. I was like a boomer with that shit. I'm like, what is this party game? I fucking partied plenty. I don't need to fucking play a game like this. But if it's funny, that might be funny to like play or stream. But then I look down and it's like, oh, it's just you just fuck people at parties? Okay. I can't stream that. Yeah. I would if I could though. That would be that would be worth streaming. Like, this shit's fucking stupid. But a lot of comments, dude. A lot of com- that's my favorite thing. Whenever it recommends you games like that, I go through the comments. And people are like hilarious in those comments. Yeah. I also like how just upfront people are. Like, there's a whole community of people mm-hmm. who just like love these kind of games and they're not a, like embarrassed at all. They're like legitimately reviewing it and shit. I'm like, yeah. that's crazy. I love the internet sometimes. As a, Twitter. a website called uh, My Anime List where you can like make a profile where you like rate animes you've watched and stuff like that. And I'll be just like clicking through the next season and it includes any adult ones that are coming out. And I'll click on it, and it's just people, like, stoked that their manga or light novel is getting, ad- ad- you know, adapted into a, an anime. And th- like you said, they're just, like, shamelessly, like, fine with just having open discussions about that stuff. I'm just mm-hmm. like, man, that's, like, be be private. 
<laughs> but, if I was into it, I wouldn't care either. I mean, I wouldn't yeah, be super sure, open right? about it. But there's like a community I talk about it. But like, I don't. I'm fucking. That's not something I'm like into to the right. point where I want to have like fucking discussions and shit. So it's just funny. But yeah, yeah wrong scene. People want to talk <laughs> about cameras. I'll fucking. I'm there. I'm down. Yeah, but I mean, in that photography. But that is that is funny that Steam just doesn't care. There's like, yeah, I love it. Play a game. It just fucking threw me off because I forgot they like they even had shit like that. Yeah. So let alone going, hey, you like Hunt Showdown? You're gonna love this. I'm like this has nothing to do with Hunt Showdown, but <laughs> yeah, maybe there's Hunt a Showdown? cowboy Here's in that Pootie game. Pop. I think you both start with H. You like H playing games? <laughs> <laughs> At least they're connecting the dots. Uh, this is a video game. You like video games? So uh, here, maybe maybe check this one out. Yeah, with you particularly and what you're playing, they're really not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> uh, um, so near anything else you guys want to say on it? I mean, it's a day one buy for me. Um, me too. I never got a chance to play it to begin with. Yeah. Well, specifically this version, no one did, but like, um, well, someone did. Yeah. Uh, but you had, you had bought me the PS3 copy of, uh, near of near gestalt or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, dragon guard three, I don't want to hook my PS3 up. So they sit, unfortunately, um, so having the opportunity to be able to play through the game is awesome. Yeah. Anything else? Put some pants on. Put some fucking pants on. Or don't. Let us know in the comments. What do you guys think of this comparison of the remaster and the original? Do you like the original more? Do you like the remaster more? Are you excited for the remaster? Do you like both of them? Uh, maybe you're somebody who played the original and don't like how much they're changing it possibly. Definitely, uh, you know, valid opinion to have. Um, and are you excited for the game? You're gonna pick it up day one. Are you gonna wait uh, for it? What's some of the weirdest shit you've been recommended on anything? Um, are you part of any interesting communities? You can be open here uh, to a certain extent. And um, yeah, let's know everything. Think about it in the comments below. Is the time again where we read your comments? Type in hashtag STLG on your comment if you'd like to be considered on TastyCast. Um, otherwise, I read at random, and I'm going to be reading at random today. So uh, we're going to kind of go back on the episodes, talk about them, and read your comments. Um, you guys ready? Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. I did a – well, I should probably talk about that real quick. I'm not going to go too far into it because I made uh, videos on it. Uh, I have decided – it was not an easy decision at all, um, but I've gotten a lot of really good support from people uh, – my personal life when I talked about this, uh, I'm taking a break from Tasty Tuesday, taking uh, taking a break to experiment and uh, try to put that time into streaming and maybe doing individual episodes. So if you didn't catch those episodes and you didn't get that message there, I'm letting you know right now, Tasty Tuesday will be coming back. But as of right now, uh, I am experimenting with doing individual episodes on topics and streaming more um, to try and change things up and see what I prefer more. So um I also explained those uh, episodes as well that uh, episodes in on this channel have evolved over time or disappeared uh, before TastyCast, which is at this point, I believe, our bread and butter. This really seems to be um, what I think is the heart of the channels, these conversations we have. Um, this started as uh, Loot Chest originally, where we had a show where we had a topic we talked about. I was like, well, we just do a podcast and we put topics in the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so that evolved to, you know... I think a better thing. And so tasty Tuesday, we'll see where it evolves to, but right now I want to focus on doing other projects and freeing up that time just makes sense to me. So, um, now, you know, if you didn't catch those, especially cause we're working boys, working boys, 2020 
changed a lot of things for a lot of people. And um, that year kind of showed me that uh, in a year where, you know, a lot of things are shut down, news became news becomes scarce. And I feel like I was like forcing myself out of the, uh, you know, the dedication of getting shit out for Tuesday. I was forcing myself to find stuff that I wasn't passionate about talking about. And that's not good content because if I'm not passionate about it, it's not entertaining. It'll translate. Yeah. And so uh, I feel like it's better if like when things hit that are worth talking about, that's when I'll do a video and obviously invite you guys to talk about it. If it's something that I feel like needs to be a bigger conversation like that. So, um, yeah, so that's out again for the third time. So hopefully uh, you guys uh, got the memo. Got the memo. But yeah, so uh, that aside, uh, I talked about CD Projekt Red getting hacked and blackmailed. Um, real quick, uh, you guys didn't talk about that too much, but that they got they got blackmailed uh, with um, them saying they're going to release or sell their um, source code and internal memos and shit from their company. And apparently they did sell that because CD Projekt Red said they wouldn't, they were going to do it anyway. So they're not going to negotiate with them, mm-hmm. which I think is the better uh, route. But do you guys have real quickly, any, uh, any opinions, opinions on that situation? Fucking sucks. Um, how do I word this? <laughs> how about, how about just uh, don't be shitty people. That's a great, message that i think everyone should be fucking taking seriously yeah in modern times i i probably have deeper thoughts on that uh regardless of who the company is and how shitty or not shitty you may think or they may actually be but uh, at the end of the day uh, you're affecting a lot of people's lives and don't be shitty so Mm -hmm. yeah that's the thing. I saw people on Twitter going like, "Fuck yeah, see Project Red deserves this." I'm like, they don't. But even if you think that, these are people's fucking lives, their jobs, people yeah. who are developers for this company who just are doing what the fuck they're told, and like, their information may have got fucking leaked, and, sh- and this can affect their jobs. People could potentially lose their jobs if enough damage is done to the company through shit like this. It's not a good situation, and it sucks because it's just piled on top of the shit that's already happened in this company. I get the game might have not been what you wanted from it. I understand that. I can respect that. But uh, this, like, this vindictive, like, fucking, they need to suffer. I overhyped myself and I disappointed myself. Don't buy the next game. Don't buy the next game. Refund this game. If enough people do that, they will feel it. But, you know, don't, don't fucking encourage and be stoked about them being potentially damaged and the people who work at the company being damaged. It's, it's a shitty situation. There's there's much better ways of going about it. if you're if you're really upset with a company of I don't want to say retribution but like you know making your voice heard and when you do stuff like this when you blackmail people and you know steal their information it costs the company money all you're really hurting is is the bottom it the company will cut from the bottom and work their way up and yeah. you're hurting the lower people who are you know, the hardworking people not you're not hurting CEOs they're not hurting from this. It's it's the people down below, and they're going to start work, working their money cuts from there on up. Yeah. Um, and then you know you obviously don't have the best intentions because you're selling it. What are you doing with that money? Where's that money that you made off that going? You know you're not you're, you're not giving it back to the people you hurt. Well, you're making a profit off of that, so you're just as sleazy as these people now. If that's you, what you that's what I said them. in the episode. I'm like these people don't care about what CD Projekt Red did. I mean, even if they liked or disliked the game, they're not doing it for that. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm gonna they're doing it, it for self gain. I'm gonna make my own CD Projekt Red with blackjack and hookers. They're gonna make a Fuda, <laughs> Fuda game. 
and recommend it to me <laughs> on the Witcher source code. Yeah, there's always better ways about going about, you know, making your voice heard about your distaste for a corporation than by blackmail. It's mm. just, just so low. It's like one of the lowest things you can do. Agreed. All right, let's jump into these comments, though, real fast. We got one from Austin, Awesome Skeleton Diecast. His name has evolved. Said, T-shirt of the day, sir, Joy Division. I, uh, I appreciate somebody who appreciates Joy Division. We talked about that. I replied to you. <laughs> you also like Sisters of Mercy, which is fucking sweet, because fucking I love Sisters of Mercy as well. Um, so, yeah, uh, I doubt you guys have anything to say to that. <laughs> I just want to acknowledge it. Uh, Simon Borderline Dumpster Fire Randall says, almost Bethesda vibes, man. Project Red is on the wrong end of the penal shaft recently and doesn't look like it'll end anytime soon. The unreleased version of Witcher 3 is probably the next-gen upgrade they were planning on, uh, one for Witcher 3. The hackers don't care about the devs who are also screwed. If they leak all the info and sell the source codes, they want to ransom, and they're definitely not fans of Project Red. With all the inside info out as well, they could completely ruin them. At this point, see your Project Red, the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, we just talked about we that. We did just talk I, about I, it. I think, I think mm-hmm. we agree with you on that. Um, it is just going to negatively affect the devs. Um, it, it could very well be uh, that uh, unreleased version of Witcher 3, uh, like the being the next-gen upgrade. Um, that could be it. Uh, it is interesting that there's two different Witcher 3s. Uh, source code or in the source code there was the original one and then there's an unreleased version so whatever the fuck that is um thing i was worried about is not worried about if there's like stuff to be released like internal shit that that you know would show that see project red may be you know unfair an unfair place to work i you know i i couldn't be upset if that got released but it's the wrong way to go about it um but you know that kind of stuff. It's just personal info that can be completely fucking. Um, that can do a lot of damage. So that's scary that the hackers got that. So mm-hmm. anything you guys want to add to that? We pretty much discussed. We already that. talked about it. So yeah, yeah, we're pretty much on the same page. Yeah. Um, outside of the gift that keeps giving, although I, it is it is news to keep talking about, but it kind of kind of gets to the point where you feel like you're just fucking kicking a fucking dead horse. Like it's just it's 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 there's not much else to get from it outside going like, holy shit, that's, that's crazy. This keeps fucking getting worse. Right. Uh, thank you everybody for your comments. The other video I did or, uh, Chevy and Chris did, uh, was Eden's promise. Umbra Savage. It was, um, uh, their gameplay of the raid and they actually talk over it and describe what's going on and kind of, uh, uh, their thoughts on the raid and how they go about it with, the their, uh, free company. And uh, it's an interesting uh, watch, so make sure to check that out. Even if you're not into Final Fantasy XIV, maybe you will become into Final Fantasy XIV after that um, because they had a really good conversation. Um, and, yeah, we got Card Small uh, who said, Great video, dudes, and appreciate the comments. Great group to run with, and I always have a good time. Looking forward to future content. Also, 1403, I got Rorik with lasers. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Our tank, his name's Rorik. Okay. And uh, there's a mechanic in the fight where lasers come out of your eyes in a cone. Mm. So everyone has to turn away from each other because you're in a clock position, essentially. Okay. Uh, he forgets all the time, and across from him is, is card small. Hmm. So he gets to eat it every time. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> 
So the there's term a, a running got joke of free company getting that uh, Rorik is going to kill you, and if you die to Rorik, you've been Roricked. Yeah. Damn. There's a mechanic in the next fight, which I plan to make a video on, so I'm not going to get too into it, but there's a cleave that happens, a close-range cleave, but you have to drop it off, and he'll drop it off next to the whole party sometimes. <laughs> Damn. So all of a sudden, I look up, and everyone's dead. I'm like, what happened? And that then someone's like, rough. we got roared. <laughs> <laughs> so. get roared but because I know you've you've watched that video, Rourke, uh your your uh, uh, pleasure to raid with don't change. Does Rourke watch the <laughs> channel? He watched an episode. Shout out to Rourke. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad uh, you guys actually gave him a shout out talking about him in the video. So I'm glad he got to see that. Um, and he's already heard it, but like just to kind of reemphasize that aspect, even the, the, the couple random people we've picked up, they mm -hmm. have constantly been like, Hey man, I don't know how you do it, but you're doing a great job. So, um, he just stays very composed, calls Good. it out and yeah. is one of the, our top damage dealers. So. Fucking legit dude. Pro. Ridiculous. You guys are lucky. Got him with you. We wouldn't be raiding without him actually. So true. Yeah. Fucking. Shout out to Card Small. Um, then we got Psycho Scream saying two things that I need a little more uh, elaboration on. Look at the UI though; lots going on in it. Uh, he uh, plays on PlayStation. Fucking commercial. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, uh, that makes sense because you hit the triggers to change yeah. your shit. Yeah. So yeah, on PC all your buttons are there. On console you toggle through them. Yeah. So he's just not used to seeing that many on the screen. Then he also said... I have a lot. Oh, yeah, and I think that's what he's commenting on, because I wish I could look at it, but the fuck, I'll just let it play out. It's muted, right? Yep. Okay. Um, then he also said, uh, I also need to change my title to something different, since I don't ever see my title. What are you talking about there? Uh, under your name, you can have a title. You get them from achievements or certain things mm -hmm. like that. He just... Because I'm sure he sees everyone's titles on the screen, he's probably... He has his own name hidden when he's playing, I'm sure. Gotcha. And he probably forgets he has a title. Chris does have a lot of shit on screen. That's yeah, pretty normal. <laughs> Chris also looks stressed. I clean, I've cleaned it up a lot, actually. He is stressed. Since that comment <laughs> happened, I've cleaned up a lot of my AUI. Uh, <laughs> you should hear him when he tanks. Why? I'm better. You have gotten better. He just stresses really easy. Mm. I heard him fucking... Fall guys, that was peak stress, was Chris. Yelling, <laughs> that was that was Help me. Chris. <laughs> Perfect timing too. He's yelling that, and we lost as it was happening. <laughs> it's it essentially the the same essence of when you got like knocked out in fucking Street Fighter Two, and he goes, "Ooh, ooh, ooh, <laughs> you win." Uh. You'll see the lasers here in a second after that cloud dies. Um, all eight players get that. So the boss mm -hmm. is in the middle. See, they would just went off right there. So yeah, yeah. So big UI cleaned up and uh, need to get some titles. Get those titles. And then last comment we got from Simon Borderline Dubster Fire Randall again says, "Oh, it's Chris with the CH. That's how he spelt it with K and without the H on screen now." That's 2021. Chris was there. Yeah. On screen. Yep. Yep. Like, it was me. We like Chris on screen. Uh, 
All right. Well, thank you everybody who commented. Make sure to comment in the upcoming videos on this video. And if you want to make sure that your comment is on the next Tastycast, type in hashtag STLG and it will most likely happen unless you say insane shit. Um, and if it's like insane in a cool way, then fuck, man. Maybe it will maybe it'll for make it sure in video. be on there. Like that PUBG guy. Oh, yeah. I worked <laughs> so hard to make sure he's on the show, though, because I had to censor so much that he said. <laughs> it was worth it, though. It was worth it. But that's going to do it for this episode of Tastecast, episode 134. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on our social media link. Social media. Social media links. Links down below. Uh, check out our streams. Me and Chris are streaming more, so check those out. Just come say hi to us when we do that. We have Discord. Link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And you can support us even further than all the other shit by checking out our Patreon. Link down below. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. Until the next episode, which will be something soon. Probably more streams. Probably more topics to talk about. Until then, have a good week, guys, and take it easy.